Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Token Podcast. I'm your host and sometimes referee, the friendly neighborhood, Zach Stat Pearson. And today, I'm joined by he whose hair is higher than Snoop, a one Mugen Lord. Mugen Lord, why don't you tell them where they can find you and what you're about? Hey guys, my name is Mugen Lord. Uh, you can find me on youtube.com slash Mugen Lord, or you can contact me on Twitter, or I guess you say X or whatever, slash Mugen Lord as well. I'm pretty much a content creator that, and my name, Mugen, um, I used to work on like Mugen tutorials. I used to make my own Mugen, you know, mini series. And I had my own show called Mugen TV where I pretty much just review or introduce, you know, people into Mugen content and uh, Mugen developers out there that create characters and have whatever projects they have um, in the works. And then eventually I ended up branching out and just became a variety gaming channel where I just talk about games that I like to play and everything. But ever since things as far as gaming and entertainment has been concerned around, you know, a little bit after, I guess you say 2014, um, there's been a cultural shift um, that pretty much tainted my favorite form of entertainment. So I pretty much started, you know, creating like, I guess you would say, talk about cultural or, you know, social issues that happens or that's changing the gaming industry so i became more of a cultural war type of youtube channel slash gaming variety channel as well and i guess we say the the rest has been history i'm also a 3d uh hentai animator i have my own 3d hentai little business thing going on as well and i also started my own comic book company called venus orion comics i got an llc um and i'm planning on launching my first comic um next year so hopefully all that will work out. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that being said, you know, if you ever want to turn those comics into an audio drama or something, feel free to let me know. I still do have access to a million-dollar recording facility, and I could definitely, uh, you know, get you some actors and talent. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, I'll give you the website to it, but, you know, don't say mm -hmm. it out loud because I don't want people, like, hounding my homies because yeah. my friends actually work here gotcha but yeah if you ever want us uh, to wrap something up for you let us know and we are 24 7 365 as well oh oh wow oh wow mm -hmm. <laughs> now for some reason i am on wi-fi not ethernet despite having my ethernet plugged up so i will be right back after these messages all right so uh little bit about me or why I picked you. Um, number one, I don't have a set preference. It's more like I go by how the person presents themselves. No, you don't have to be some, you know, stuck in, stuck up piece of shit or be extremely popular. And even if you are, hopefully you're not a stuck up piece of shit because more than likely you won't even let me interview you. Um, but it's more like the purpose of my channel has always been to hear a difference of opinion because even though... Mm -hmm. You know, uh, identity politics, culture wars, uh, social issues can be easily manipulated and corrupted by ignorance on the Internet. I was one of the first people to realize, wait a minute, some of these people don't know that they're just listening to someone who's paid to lie to them or paid to make them mad, not paid to find the truth or even acknowledge mm -hmm. the truth. They're just paid to essentially be an asshole. Because people think that that magically started on the internet. Like, no, that's just been something that's happened ever since TV's been in existence. There have been people who were famous because they were epic talents. And there are people famous because they could get attention by any means necessary. This is not something that's new. 
But uh, the point is that we like to have differences of opinion or talk to people who are willing to tell us how they came to their conclusions. Maybe they, you know, there's a paradigm shift with them or there's a paradigm shift with me or us as a collective. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, this is solo, but I am in the group. So if you ever want to join the podcast crew later on at some point, just say the word again. It's just two button clicks. And if you have mm-hmm. ideas or co-op ideas where you want to borrow some of my people, they don't mind it. They're all there because they want to just be entertaining or they just want to learn some new stuff. I have a very big crew, but I also have a very, very unique uh, group mentality. I'll let you guys come up with anything you want to, whether you need me in it or not. But if I'm going to edit it, somebody better be passing me at least a 20 or a 30. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's why you're here, because I know that you have unique opinions and you've been able, at least at a bare minimum, I didn't skim. I went through about three or four videos. You've at a bare minimum been able to express your opinion Mm -hmm. without purposely trying to a be an asshole to get attention or b it's just based in this is how you feel you're not saying you're right but this is how you feel about a particular incident Mm -hmm. and you and me had something very similar to say about uh sarah bond which is why i wanted to pick your brain on that specifically because as i mentioned in your comment section i don't know if you remember it or not but i don't fuck with xbox I don't hate Xbox players. They, they're they very good at annoying me, but I don't hate <laughs> Xbox players or Xbox as a concept. But I knew the minute she got her job, you know, it was basically going to be hell on earth for her because because of the way she looks. Ignorant people are going to decide she's just bad at her job based on nothing in logic. And if you look at her work history, she only went up by one position. So if she already got that position because she earned it, why is there a problem when someone retires like in a normal company and everyone else gets shifted up. We did that in the military too. Mm-hmm. So we'll cross our bridge when we get there. But for the audience, uh, that's enough on intro. Let me get into the topics for y'all. Topic one may fall into the category of question that never has an exact answer, but if I can find it, I'll die happy. Is there an effective way to convince game companies that characters that have only appeared in one genre or game can do well when put in another format? For example, we all pretty much play, pretty much know Nintendo is allergic to making a new F-Zero game. But everyone else loves Captain Falcon, even if you don't play him in Super Smash Bros. So why not hypothetically make a new game that features those characters set in their world instead of letting them rot in a vault? Second question, what should happen with the good stories if the original creator cannot continue slash finish them whether they're dead or lack interest when they are adapted in other formats of media? And the final question, well, we all knew what this was going to be. It's been very common for both Korean and Japanese authors who su- oh wait, sorry. It's been very common for both Korean and Japanese authors who suffer a serious injury despite having a team that knows what's supposed to happen with the story, possibly all the way up to the conclusion to not take over or finish their work when they are medically unable to or they have died barring the rare exception of guts or berserk, if you will. But should that remain a rarity? now let's see third do you think there is anything sarah bond can do that will actually win over ignorant the ignorant masses who play xbox games or should she just entirely forsake them and focus on building an audience based on the quality of the work that she is going to create versus the old now before we get into any of these topics do you have any questions about the ones that have already been stated oh no no let's let's do this Happy to hear it. I'm just going to fix some typos. But yeah, uh, first and foremost, I always let the you know guests go first. Can you please uh, unload on me how you feel about topic one? 
as far as what developers should do with especially with the characters or the franchises that people will yeah love they're to still popular like, i don't know if you remember this but uh well we may remember this but betty boop is more mm-hmm. famous than the business that made her and she outlived it and now she's even getting a broadway play because the character was still usable and had stories and an audience and a following to the point where people wanted to still make more stuff about her, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that was the main reason that that question even came up for me. And then I remembered the story about the F zero that never was. Oh yeah. 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 And, and I, saw the I wanna, documentary. Yeah. I want to, I want to talk, I guess Nintendo is a perfect example for this because Nintendo has even Sega has a, a lot of IP. I mean, you already seen it already with what Sega has done with that recent announcement you know oh bro i'm so glad you mentioned that because i was scared yeah. to bring it up because i know we'll go on a tangent but we'll save hey, that for later hey, 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 we'll save that for later but uh they already that's pretty much they pretty much answered that question but with nintendo's case and i think it's a perfect ground to start especially with f-zero and yeah so many other ips that lie in dormant and this is more so i guess you would say a nintendo being stubborn or nintendo um and even companies in general are very protective over the IPs, but stay on topic with Nintendo. Nintendo is very cautious of who they want to license out their properties, you know, to. They already know, they already acknowledge that people love F-Zero. I think we already seen it, a perfect example. They did the Battle Royale, uh, was it F-Zero 99 or whatever that you can get on the PlayStation, not PlayStation, I mean yeah, Nintendo. That, uh, the, yeah, F-Zero 99. Yeah. They basically yeah, just 90- saw Tetris and said, huh, what can yeah. we do that's like that, but takes no effort? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So to me, it seemed like they they do know because Reggie mentioned it numerous times when he was, you know, uh, Nintendo of America's um, president. He does acknowledge that hey, there there's an audience. People want these things, but in Nintendo's sense, they're very, very protective, especially after what happened with the original live action Super Mario Brothers movie. That really, <sighs> when that failed so <sighs> bad, it had hurt the name so bad. They have kept a lot of their property you know, in hand. And I believe Miyamoto even said, like, if they can't figure out what they want to do with the property, because what Nintendo normally does is, they say they always want to try something new. They want to innovate with it. And most of the time they say if they can't figure out what new thing they can do with a franchise, they will hold on to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll try to figure out, they'll, they'll hold on to it until they figure it out or try to find somebody. But yeah, very protected. But anyway, in f Zero sense, I think that with them doing F099, I think that's just a way to see, okay, let's see where the interest is at with this. And then they slowly start incrementing little steps and stuff. But yeah, I would love to see them take them, their franchises, and put it into different scenarios. Like Star Fox. We've seen Star Fox Dinosaur Planet. I, not once in my life, have ever thought of seeing Star Fox go into a whole different medium um, at that time, especially on the game. I did. It was weird. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. I bought the game. I, I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was like Ocarina yeah, of Time. They didn't understand the concept of there should be something to do after you beat the game, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you remember it. I it, because it was actually pretty simple, and I, I almost figured out how that game came into existence when I was a kid before they actually explained it. There was an adventure game that they were making on a dinosaur planet, but the, yes. but they had like humanoid. Uh, anthro or I guess you would call them uh, heteromorph um, mm-hmm. fox characters and uh, mammals and for some reason that game got cancelled so then someone picked it up and just literally put Star Fox aesthetics over it and that's how we yeah. got that game 
Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember reading it. about that original game in oh, Game yeah, Informer. Oh, yeah, in Game Informer, yeah, I read it. It was Dinosaur Planet. It was supposed to come for, to the N64, and then we heard nothing nothing of it ever since. So, yeah, yeah I, I remember that whole this. thing. Yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah, I think it would be a good idea if they to get more people interested in it, you know, figure, you know, try to put them in different genres. I mean, Mario has been in different genres, like sports, you know, you know, go-karting and everything like that, but to see F-Zero and something else, because I remember, um, I haven't made a video about it, but I always talked about it, you know, within my Discord, and even with my, within my, with my brothers, I always said that with F-Zero, and even at the time where we wasn't really getting, um, Metroid games, I was saying Metroid or will be pretty cool, or even F-Zero will be pretty cool, like, on a Mass Effect, where you go to different, you know, different planets, talk to different races and species, and, you know, and, you know, you could go to your shop, set up your car, and race on different planets and stuff, and even with Metroid, I was thinking, like, a Mass Effect type of um, game they could do um, to pretty much branch out into that, you know, to a different audience, and then, you know, that'd be a perfect way to bring people into other, you know, aspects of the Metroid franchise, or even the F-Zero franchise and stuff like that. Um, even with Kid Icarus, man, I was... I would love to see another Kid Icarus game. Um, I mean, the 3DS, I wasn't really too fond of it being like a sh like a pretty much an on-rails and semi-shooter. I was more so expecting it to be more close to like a Zelda game. But yeah, I would like to see them, um, developers in general, just take them out, put them in different franchises or different genres, um, just to see, you know, what, you know, what can, what, what can they do, you know, to bring people in? Uh, they, they did it with Zelda with the, uh, was it the Hyrule Warriors, which I do enjoy the Hyrule Warriors franchise. Um, and people, cause some people may not like Zelda games, but they like to play those Musos games. It's like Dynasty Warriors. And that's the way to induct people, um, in them. Cause it worked, um, with the Dragon Quest. I never played any of the Dragon Quest games. I know of them. Um, I have people who, I know people who play the Dragon Quest games, but I was really never into the Dragon Quest games at all. But when they did their little, you know, uh, Dragon Quest Heroes, um, especially Dragon Quest Heroes 2, I ended up buying that game. And I liked every last bit of it because it, it was a bit of role playing in it, and it had a bit of that Dynasty Warriors, you know, um, hybrid, you know, connection. And just because I end up playing that and end up liking it, I was like, hell with that! I want to see what Dragon Quest is about, and end up buying Dragon Quest Eleven for the Nintendo Switch. So yeah, I think that'll be pretty cool, man. Like if you know, if developers should give give it a try, and I mean, they already did it with um, Namco Bandai. Um, they teamed up before, and plus they made a new studio um, together, Nintendo and um, Bonnie Namco. So who knows? They could, we could start seeing some Star Fox. We could see start seeing a new F Zero from here on out. You could give it to capable hands that can pretty much do something um, better with it. So yeah. Okay. Well, for me, um, as far as how to convince them of essentially, you know. Topic one, how to convince them to actually mm -hmm. divest into other genres. Unfortunately, I don't think there's a direct route because time and, well, people coming out of the woodworks weren't, once contracts have expired mm -hmm. have basically led me to believe these mugs don't seem to understand the concept. And unfortunately, this is very habitual. Nintendo is like the old motherfucker in the room who's trying to do something that he used to do on pen and paper that he now has to do on the internet. And instead of learning how to do something simple on the internet, they'd rather 
bitch and moan and say, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. Now, I know that sounds very pessimistic, but again, I'm going off of literal research. Oops. So my phone wasn't on sound of fire break. I'm going off of literal research for that I've been doing on and off for five and a half years. Right. So mm -hmm. one of the earliest things I learned was that the Japanese branch is extremely volatile to people who make fan games. Now, despite what the American branch says and does, we all know, or at least the adults in the room know, that I don't care how, you know, supportive of the concept of people can get married who aren't the same sex is in any way, in shape, and form. That is never carried over to the Japanese departments and the Japanese branches or any departments or branches who don't openly state the same. Because I can tell you right now, almost every company that has a Russian division, and whether it's from America or it's from Korea or Australia, they do not have any form of respect and they could even terminate or if they wanted to someone for, you know, being any faction of LGBT plus whoever comes after the T. There's a lot of letters in that situation. I just say plus because I don't know them all. Not even going to pretend that I do. But <laughs> that's just how they are. They are very, very fucking stubborn. However, when it comes to people whom they've already worked with and they respect and trust and has literally been even allowed to be, get in the physical office, those kinds of people, they will tell them still no without an explanation. Or they'll say, well, we already have this product that does this same thing. Why make a second one? I'm like, that is the dumbest logic that only Nintendo has. Let me ask you something. How many fighting games... That has Capcom made. That weren't called Street Fighter. But Nintendo has that exact same library of characters that can be malleable like that. And they'll just think, well, we already have one. Why make a second? That's not even good reasoning. Because first off, you already have Zelda in 3D. Why still make 2D Zelda games? Why make handheld Zelda games when you can just make a brand new one in 3D? Why are you making more than one Zelda game at a time? Like, they don't even understand how ignorant their own logic is until it blows up in their face. And I hate to say it, they're not going to learn this lesson until they get burned. That's why the Switch is so insanely good. Because Kimishima, the president interim, after, uh, what's the one that died? Satoru Iwata died, right? Mm -hmm. He said before he even died, and before he had a terrible condition, hey, this is a bad idea. We are not adapting to the needs of the modern gamer. We are not putting in things that make our games worthy of the title, the best games in the world, etc., etc. We're not conforming to modernity. Yes, that's a paraphrase. But he was mm -hmm. right. Excuse me. But he was right. And the Wii U was hot booty garbage. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. It had good games, but that's not the problem. It's when people don't even know what your system looked like, so they thought it was a tablet screen. It's when people see your advertisement and your marketing for your games, and almost none of them aren't something that a diehard, hardcore person wasn't already going to get, like a Mario or a Yoshi game or a Kirby game, waiting on, well, waiting on Zelda for the umpteenth billionth time. There was nothing there. Oh, we got Bayonetta. That was it, though. Yeah, it it, it 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 all it all boils down to what I'm starting to realize, especially with these with today's era with, with, with game companies and stuff. It all boils down to money. What's going to make them money? And you brought up a perfect example, Capcom. 
Yeah, Capcom had a lot of fighting games, but today Capcom don't have a lot of fighting games. All they have is Street Fighter. All the other games that we've seen back in the day, Dalt Stalkers, Rival Schools, uh, Saturday Night Slam Masters. <laughs> all Damn, those, the, deep the, cut. All, yeah, all those fighting games that I grew up in love, we do not see them no more. Is because why those games did not make them the money that Street Fighter made them. And as long as they ain't going to make them that money... They won't. They will shelf them, and that's what these like, especially what Nintendo is doing. F Zero don't make the money, no matter how many people scream, cry that they want F Zero. They look at the math and say, ah, and I don't know. They never fucking marketed like F Zero in its entirety has only ever had two commercials. They have one mm-hmm. commercial for the Super Nintendo version, and they have one commercial for the GameCube game, and that was where they left it. They got good reviews. They just didn't want to do it because unfortunately. That game came out around the same time as what was considered at the time to be the greatest Mario Kart, not Mario Kart, yeah, Mario Kart game ever, Mario Kart Mm. Double Dash. So, they're not even, it's not like the shit wasn't even profitable. Their issue was, it didn't make enough money, or why don't we just take these good ideas and put them over here in something that already exists, and then slap a Mario Mm -hmm. on it, or slap a Donkey Kong, or a Kirby, or a Zelda on it. I'm sorry, a Link on it. And I'm just like, that's not how you fucking build franchises. All you did was make entirely different game genres that characters who didn't need to be there represent. Yeah. And then you get mad when people want to do shit with the characters you don't give a fuck about. First and foremost, even if you don't trust your fans, if there's a whole nother developer who will tell you, I will do this shit for you, literally, I will do this for you. Mm hmm. At least give them a small budget and say, okay, you're going to make something small. You could start off small and build something up that makes a tremendous amount of money. And that's one of the worst things about a lot of these Japanese companies. They're not going based off of necessarily the CEO thinks it won't make money. They're going off of, oh, who's been here the longest or who do I like? Let me have this guy be in charge of R&D or be in charge of what games are greenlit and not greenlit. And then if they have a personal vendetta against somebody or if they don't like a game in particular, they will fucking stop it. The main reason we didn't get a new Darkstalkers wasn't even because of money. It was because literally KG and Afuni was cock blocking the people that wanted to make it. And I mean that in a literal sense. People forget KG and Afuni was not just guy who made Mega Man. He got promoted over time when they had a mass exit mm-hmm. of, of employees that left Capcom. Right? He was mm-hmm. one of the last truly big people or big names to leave Capcom. Barely has done anything credible since then. Man mm-hmm. is basically. If he was a human being who was born in America, he would be some hardcore conservative saying painfully stupid shit stuck in his ways, but he can't make anything new to save his life. Um, or let me, let me phrase that, something that's not 2D to save his life. Um, he literally would tell people, go talk to the guy who used to make uh, Street Fighter games. He was always running around with that Blanca doll. Go talk to that guy and tell him that you want a new one. Here's the problem. Kiji Nafune is his boss. He got put in charge of development, meaning he's Mm. the person who can get something green lit or not. And then when he left, he started snitching on Capcom. Almost every game that he wanted to get made, he had to almost trick them into making. One of them being uh, Lost Planet. He basically told them, well, we spent too much on developing the uh, prototype $400,000 or something. We might as well turn this into a full game if we want to break it even. Otherwise, it's a $400,000 loss. You literally just admitted you manipulated your own boss into creating something by burning up his money. First and foremost, I would sue you for that. 
Mm-hmm. But if this is the guy who they put in charge of one of their development bureaus, mind you, he was he, he was probably going to get let go anyway or unassigned, as they say, because almost everything that you saw that sucked or didn't look like a regular Capcom game, he was basically responsible for that shit. And I mean that in a literal sense. DMC, yeah, that was that was his call. That that wasn't something mm-hmm. that Itsuno decided. That was literally him telling Itsuno, oh, make a new one. But don't make it like the old ones. Mm. It was weird. Uh, same with Dead Rising. Mind you, he the one who created it. The man barely even showed up at Capcom Canada to do Dead Rising 3. And they overworked their team. Like, these companies don't understand until they get burned. But this is a weird one. Because Nintendo has a situation where they almost can't get burned. If they have a character or franchise that shows up in another character or franchise, or they slap in a paint of Mario or uh, Zelda aesthetics over something that everyone else wanted with some other characters, they've told themselves it made money because they were there, not because people wanted this type of game from them. So they've basically put themselves in a loop where there's never a situation where this old franchises and genres get to come out and be out and make money because their answer is, oh, well, these are some cool ideas, but since you signed this contract, I can take these ideas now and I'm going to put a fresh coat of paint on them and I'm going to put them in Mario Kart. I'm going to put them in Splatoon, et cetera, et cetera. And I just keep thinking to myself, as like, man, they're, they're generally trapped. Mm-hmm. Now they're really only, the only way that this shit happens is if we do a situation like Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. We don't care what you're going to do. We don't trust you to with your own genres and your own game franchises, we're going to make something that is literally trying to be exactly what you used to be. Now you either going to realize that, Oh shit, they wanted this so much. They'll make it. They damn self. We better get on it. Or you're just going to lose out. And so far as we've learned, they're basically like, well, I guess we're going to do it. That's a messed up way to go about things. Oh, we want more uh, remakes of resident evil, not just the original one. Oh, let's cancel the one that was already being made and have those same people work on our team. Oh, shit. Damn. People really, really like Jet Set Radio. How old was that damn game? Well, let's not do shit with it. Four people, four different groups and organizations have come up to Nintendo. I mean, sorry, Sega, and tried to get a Jet Set Radio 3 made. Three different times, Streets of Rage 4 was made, proposed to Sega. And they said no, and they don't give a fucking reason. That's the worst part. This ain't a job interview. You can tell us why you don't want to do it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this really old game for the PlayStation called Fighting Force. Do you? I got, I got that. I got that on oh, PS1. Yeah. That was supposed to be Streets of Rage 3. I mean, yep. 4. Yep, I remember. Yeah, literally, that was supposed to be Streets of Rage 4. But Sega pulled out. And that's what, yeah. and that's that's how it is. Someone has to embarrass Nintendo. Someone has to embarrass Sega. Someone has to embarrass Capcom enough to say, "Look, I'm gonna make this thing that you keep saying that you don't want to do, or you will not acknowledge that people want." And then after they realize, shit, they're getting attention, and we can't sue them out of into oblivion. Well, you can, but you have to find them first. We're mm-hmm. going to go make this thing now. That's the only way I think to do it. But you know. Enough said about that level of unfortunate pain, the better. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on to the second question. What do you think should happen with stories that don't that aren't able to be completed by their original creator? Like, are you okay with them just flat out ending, or do you want to at least see somebody try to put a bow on it? 
All right, that's that's a good question because I don't know. It, I guess it depends because if if the if they're not going to do it right after the the original creator had passed away, then I rather them just flat out just end it. But in my personal opinion, too, at the same time, I think what a creator should do is have a protege. You know, have somebody under their wing in, in case because this is a common occurrence. Like a lot of these manga writers, anime creators, or whatever just always get sick or they pass away or whatever the case may be. I think that should be something they should keep in mind. Have somebody that's under the wing that knows everything about what they're doing. So in case something like that happens, that person can pretty much take over and, you know, act out on the rest of that series or the rest of that manga storytelling and everything. But I guess it just depends in my personal opinion. If they act going to do it right, just end it. Just, 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 just end it if they're not going to do it right. But if they do have somebody or have a group of people that can do the job and carry on that vision of that said greater, then I'm all for it. Go ahead, continue it. Don't, don't drop it off, you know? And it, it, it just, it does hurt. It does sting um, when that happens where it just uh, cancel abruptly. Cause uh, like Dead Man, one, uh, Dead Man Wonderland. That that anime, I like the anime, not the manga. I didn't read the manga, but I might end up reading the manga. But the anime, man, just it just en ended because something about the creator. Uh, I think it's a woman who created the anime, if I can remember. That she, once she had got pregnant, she just stopped altogether or whatever, and then that was just the end of it. And then it was another anime called Kaze No Stigma that only had uh one season. And I believe the all the creator had died as well, or something like that. And I was just I was into it, and it, it just abruptly just ended, and that was just the end of it. And I was like, man, like that that kind of sucked. That's unfortunate. And no matter how hard, how much I want them to continue, if they don't have, you know, like the I guess you say the genius, or they don't have the talent to just pick up where the creator had left off, then I guess just leave it, just leave it the way it is, you know. Okay. I can respect that. You'd rather see it drown in the ocean than live and suffer. Yeah, I want. I love to remember it how it, how it was, than to remember like to remember it being something garbage that other creators had took that people took and then took it farther and just made it garbage. Then I'm like, man, they just ruined the legacy right there, you know. So, it, like I said, it just depends. If they can get somebody the talent, yeah, go ahead, shoot for it. That's that's a good thing. But if they don't have faith and or confidence in it and they want to destroy it then no nah, just just let it just let it die you know just let it and where is that well as far as me uh first and foremost before i say this i'm gonna acknowledge that this question wasn't inherently uh designated at japanese media mm -hmm. it was good media in general but oh, okay. I, I will state for the record i've said on this channel multiple times that the way those motherfuckers are treated as far as uh, manga artists, who are usually also the writers, are mm -hmm. concerned, is the definition of a human workplace violation. Mm -hmm. It would not be and is not legal in North America and somebody going to catch a felony. And I mean that literally. Mm -hmm. We're at a point now where there are organizations, charitable organizations, that are trying to get donations from people to subsidize the cost of living for the people who draw and animate and write these things there is an inherent object problem but it's not but it's also worse when half these bastards 
still take these deals. Mm. Now, I'm 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 gonna toss out a name that everyone loves, but I knew not to invest in because I knew how the artist was being treated and how fucked up their life was. Hunter Hunter. That dude has an entire team of people. He can hire artists who can mimic or get close to emulating his art style. Let's be honest, it ain't exactly exotic. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, he worked himself to the bone. And I, I apologize for people who think I'm making that pun intentionally. This man has a spinal problem now because of how he was working in deadlines that were completely unrealistic. These were not self-inflicted injuries. He didn't say, no, I have to purposely spend 30 hours doing a half of a page when my deadline is coming up in three or four days. No, 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 no. He had realistic issues from the start. Also, editor-in-chiefs can come in and make you do whatever the fuck they want to at the last minute. Fun fact, that's how we got Android 17 and 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dragon Ball, yep. Yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, oh, you already know about it. So yeah, there you go. So Mm -hmm. fucking, I don't like that these companies are allowed to get away with this shit. Don't get me wrong. Some of these people are mentally disturbed and they just happen to get lucky. And some of them are just completely okay. And they're a little bit too comfortable, in my opinion, with sexualizing minors on the regular. Because despite what, well, people like to pretend in bullshit, it took a long time, 1999. But Japan did finally get sexual assault for minors on the book. And some of these people... They just get off scot-free with anything they do or they've done, or they know that their company is doing abusive things to them, and then they fucking still let it happen. I've never heard in my life a show getting a remake when the show didn't even finish. Hunter Hunter is possibly literally the only show in the entire history of mankind to literally get a remake when it's incomplete. Mm. That's fucking weird. And it's mm. all because for some reason both the company and the writer are not letting or subcontracting other people to finish where they left off. But when it comes to a written novel, that's the first thing they'll do. I like Bleach, but I'm telling you right now, I'm not stupid. I know how this shit works. 99.9% of the anime fans I will ever meet in my life do not want to read the books because their attention deficit, let's be honest. But Bleach also has supplementary novel material. But I promise you, I promise you, None of them will read it. They will just bug me to tell them what happens in it. Or they'll go look up a YouTube video. Because that's how you support a book. By going and reading a fucking YouTube video that tells you everything. Because that's smart, right? So, I don't get why they do it. I honestly don't. It it disgusts and disturbs me. So, the way I feel, I would rather make an ambiguous ending. Like, you acknowledge that the journey is not complete. But Mm -hmm. you wrap it up for the time being. Because maybe the child will come along and they have things and they know things, which would happen with uh, J.R. Tolkien or um, the guy who made The Lord of the Rings. He didn't finish everything. In fact, one of the most notable things about the series is that there are technically vampires in the Lord of the Rings world, Middle Mm. Earth. But guess what? They only get mentioned on like one page in one book. Then his son picked up on it, started writing some stuff. Same with uh, Dune. Dune was not finished. The writer died too, but his son picked up on stuff, you know? Mm, okay, I ain't doing any of that. So, yeah, I know, yeah. but that's because, well, I mean, we're not the age group for it, but before there was Star Wars and Star Trek, the biggest name 
in sci-fi was legitimately like anything when that Yodorowsky did. It was Dune. Mm. Um, so a lot of the older folks know Dune was like a long time coming. Because there were so many people that said it's almost impossible to make a good movie out of Dune or it's impossible to tra- adapt the entirety of Dune to any form of film or series. Right. And many people have tried. There's been like four different Dunes. We just didn't know about it because it was so woven into sci-fi. It didn't hit uh, uh, pop culture until recently. It hit nerd culture, but that's not pop culture. Those two things are not aligned all the time. I keep trying to convince people of this. So Mm -hmm. I would rather them get an ambiguous ending to summarize and possibly someone who the rights holders trust and have proven track record of making a good story can continue them. Yeah. That, That's the that, only way that, I can see it happening. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Ambiguous ending. Yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, let's go to the one that we both know we was going to spend a lot of time on. Um, well, first and foremost, I know you don't know what I look like. Give me about two or three minutes and I'll fix that. But I can honestly say <laughs> just from growing up, even though I'm up north, so, you know, if somebody going to be racist, they're going to be looking over their shoulder and they're not expecting to get away with it. Uh, I can tell you, point blank, I feel I feel nothing but the deepest of sorrow for her. And I strongly, genuinely empathize with her as an adult, let alone as a minority in this country or just, you know, I'm not a woman. But because I know we both know what can get said when they're not in the room. There's a difference between people who genuinely respect someone, regardless of their sex, and someone who's just putting on a face because they feel like, you know, they're not without they're not with the boys yet. You know, that type of bullshit logic. So I feel bad. I honestly feel bad for Sarah Bond. Um but while I whilst I'm looking up pictures and, you know, rehearsing some shit. Go ahead and tell me if you think there's anything she can do. I, I honestly feel like it's a lost cause and it's not her fault, but I'll oh. elaborate more soon enough. Well, yeah, I mean, now that she's in this position, and um, I would say it's a lost cause trying to convince people. Right, what she has to do is just prove that she can can do the job. Because moving on forward, right here, this is all the decisions that Xbox. It's going to have moving forward as far as exactly moving forward. It's all going to fall on her. And like I said in my video, like people's already shitting on the leadership on Xbox too. So this is not going to be like that much like drastic, drastic, drastic because people's already shitting on it. Now we've got a new person and a new face. And there's like a twofold. I, I always says said about this, and even in my video, I kept telling people like, listen, like she wasn't the only one that was upgraded that went up. Everybody that's beneath her had upgraded into a spot. She, her balls had moved up in position, which only makes logical sense for her to move up too. So it's not a rather not that it was a diversity move or to make the company look good or whatever like that. This this woman had been around for quite some time. And I like I said before, a lot of that is the blame on journalism and a lot of these uh, 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 articles that people will post Every time you have a minority that's in a position of power, a lot of these journalists don't acknowledge any of their, I would say, like I accolades. said, their accolades. Most of it is just about their skin color. And then, like I said, you, like the moment Sarah Bond had gotten position as well, there's even a lot of black journalist sites that just celebrated 
her color and, and, and also she's a woman as well, rather than the things that she has accomplished. And that does more harm to minorities than ever before because of this current political, social political climate that we're in. And the the response and the backlash, and like I was telling my viewers too, I was saying that, hey, like this could be a totally different case. This may not be a whole diversity thing because I've researched this woman. I mean, she does have some credentials before she even got into Microsoft. She'd been in Verizon. She'd been in AT&T and many of these other companies. And she has shown and proved. This is just the first time she's stepping into a video game space. And I think she should be allowed to have that chance to be able to you know, see what she can do. But the journalists and a lot of these other sites that in these people that you see on Twitter, they just post her in that she's a black woman. And that does not help at all because right now, like I said, what's going on with the whole anti-woke side of things and stuff like that, people are getting tired. People are getting burnt. People are burnt out. So now people are lashing out now. Like the moment they see a person of color or a moment they see a woman or a moment they see something from LGBTQ, that's the first thing their mind is going to go to because we've been since 2014, since the whole Anita Sarkeesian and all this other type of movement started just ushering in our entertainment. People have been sitting down just eating this shit. We've just been sitting down, just been taking it. And, you know, the journalists were on these people's side and everything. And people were, were getting tired of being villainized for having these opinions. So now they have gotten so polarizing. Now that they see anything that re that could possibly resemble wokeness. People are going to lash out at it. But the biggest issue is, too, we still have a group of people that's within this movement that's using this movement to also ex to exploit, you know, their racism or their sexism and stuff like that as well. And that these people we have to cast out because it doesn't do the anti-woke movement any good when you have people who's just using that as a shield to exploit how they really feel about minority groups as, you know, as well. Because... These people, no matter what you do, you can never satisfy these people at all. So even if this person, oh, yeah, even I'm if Sarah Bond, comments, that's very true. Yeah, yeah. So even if Sarah Bond is qualified and have been proven to be qualified, you're going to have those group of people try to call it woke. But at that point is no, you're, you're just, you're just a racist or you're just, you Thank are you. a sexist. Thank you're, you. You are a sexist at this, at this point, you know, and that's what I try to make people realize. Cause, um, I, I was talking, uh, on my stream during the game awards to get before I get this just to just to bring it home um I was on my I was watching the live stream at the game awards and um we was looking um it was, it was something it was a preview of something they were showing and then they had this Japanese uh streamer um on on the screen and they was wearing a mask and then I had people on my had some people not everybody but I had some people in my comment section saying oh here we go max propaganda this is that and the third and Man, I, I was blocked them immediately no no in my in my in my streams I allow people to voice their opinions rather I agree with it or not you know unless you're bullying unless you're harassing somebody that's totally different but no you can you're allowed to voice your opinion. I don't care what it is, you know. I don't care what it is. If you're a lefty, if you're a person from the right side, it doesn't matter. Everybody's welcome here. Even if it irritates the fuck out of me. As long as you're not harassing anybody, that's perfectly fine with me. So and so what happened was I said, I said, how's that mass propaganda? I said, you do know Japan and many other um Asian countries, they've been wearing masks. <laughs> yeah, it's considered polite like to wear a mask if you're sick. Yeah, yeah, they've been wearing masks before. Before you know the the pandemic was ever a thing, I said if you, especially if you 
a person that's part of the fighting game community, you look at Evo, you see yeah, a lot they, of these they're people from always from, in masks. Always they get on stage like from the nineties. Yeah, they get on stage and play at Evo and all these fighting game events. And when I was younger, I I was like, why are they wearing a mask? Are they, are they sick or something? But having a lot of Asian friends who go over, you know, who go see family over there, they was also explaining, you know, if they have a cold or sometimes even pollution in some areas and stuff like that, they wear those type of masks and stuff. And that's just their their mentality of being courteous to others. So that's less of a propaganda type of thing over there. They've been doing it before. They've been doing it before the pandemic. So I was explaining that to that person that was in, in, in my chat. I said, no, like I said, this is the thing, guys. You can't get so wrapped up in this. I understand some of you guys are tired. You're frustrated about a lot of things that's been happening in our media, things going woke and stuff, but you can't allow this anti-woke shit consume you as well because then you know better than that other side as well. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to look at everything objectively and that's what I do. So with the Sarah Bond situation, I looked at it objectively. I try to get people to understand. I say, yo, let's look at the information that's here. She wasn't the only one that was upgraded to president of Xbox because she had a person that was that was be, that she had the answer to that was above her. He was the president, but he moved up a rank. So you need somebody to fill in that spot. Who's the next person to fill in that spot? Her. She's the next person in life. It's a common business sense. So I said, guys, you you have to look at this objectively. Sometimes set the political stuff aside for a second. Set it aside and look at it objectively. So she's been here. She's been she's been in Microsoft since 2017 or 2018. She's been here for, for some time. So it's only a, it's, so it's only right that she's going to move up. And then the the spot that she was in, a, a male, a white male, got that spot. Now he's in her spot. And she just moved up. Everybody moved up. So it wasn't like they just picked her out of the crowd and nobody else upgraded. Everybody within the company have upgraded, you know? So I said, you can't allow that to blind you. You can't allow that to consume you and just jump to those conclusions. And like I said, I try to do my best to try to get as much research as possible before, you know, I go out and put that news. Because I try to be as objective See, um, as possible. Like yeah, no pun yeah. intended. We're the minority in that situation. No pun intended. When we mm -hmm. go and research people or we research topics, ain't people other people ain't doing that. They're going off of mm -hmm. knee-jerk reactions and they're going yeah. off of stereotypes or unknown racism, which is a new thing that apparently a lot of people don't know about, which I keep telling ignorant people. You can be manipulated into being racist even if you A think you're not racist or B are not racist. Just because you're not racist doesn't mean there isn't someone who wants to recruit you. Recruitment is a legitimate thing. And then they'll say, nah, you bullshit. And I was like, oh, you're going to tell the person who deals with racism actually in real life that I'm bullshit. Okay, well, then here's the proof. Half of them will understand, oh, shit, I'm sorry. It's like, yeah, okay, I get it. Just because, you know, I have my my mindset and what I've experienced doesn't mean I don't know when I, I can't preemptively see shit coming. But also, I still gave you proof. Half of them will actually accept it. The other half don't care. They just don't want to feel right. That's where I have a fucking problem. When people willfully choose to be ignorant. But sorry for interrupting. Continue. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and, and even with the whole Baldur's Gate thing, I had this one video that blew up when they first introduced the whole bear sex. You can have sex with a bear. Yeah, my Baldur's and, Gate video and, and every, still blocked Yeah, up yeah, and yeah. And I made a video. I was like, yo, man, like, this is what I'm talking about. This stuff is okay, but you can't have a... a a voluptuous, beautiful woman, and without you know everybody being called incels and all this other type of stuff. But anyway, um, Asmin Gold had covered had covered my video. That's what blew my channel up even farther because he's seen the video and he totally agreed with what I said. 
But when we talked about in the game awards and stuff like that, and there were some people in my chat, you know, they were talking about how, you know, Baldur's Gate, you know, shouldn't have got the game, you know, game award, uh, the the game of the year. I, mean, or I didn't like play that. it, but as far as I'm concerned, they earned it, but yeah. people feel how yeah, they yeah, feel. Yeah, 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 check this out. So people was talking about like, you know, we know how, why they got it because of the, you, you know, the degeneracy, you haven't, you know, able to have sex with bears and fuck? all those type of stuff. I said, guys, I said, they actually said that. Wait, yeah, yeah. You had oh some people God. in my chat. Some, not everybody. You had some, and I said, guys, we have. To, I said, yo, let's tone it back a bit. I said, let's let's look at it from a from the merits of the game itself. Let's get the let's just push the political stuff out. Just put it, kick that to the side for a second. Yeah, I disagree. I don't like that whole aspect, but let's look at it objectively as a game. Base the game on its merits. When it comes to Baldur's Gate three, no one can deny that it is a great game. And despite how I feel about certain aspects, I'm going to eventually play the game. I have too many games to I have too many games, backlogs of games, but eventually I'm going to play that game. But I told you know these viewers that you have to look at it objectively. Baldur's Gate 3 is a great game. It, it's a great game. Everybody talks about it. You can literally do almost anything in the game. You can literally do almost anything. Storytelling, exploration, the many different choices and options that you have, people loved it. So if you base it just on those merits alone, yes, it rightfully so deserved to get the game of the year out of all the games that was actually presented, you know, to uh, as the nomination for game of the year. So, like I said before, you have to not get consumed by this shit. But like I said, there's just some people within this crowd who legitimately is <laughs> racist and stuff and will use this movement to pretty yeah, much explain how they really, uh, really, really want to learn. Feel. They want to hate. Yeah, so I I try to tell people we y'all we have to get rid of these people or call these people out because like like I said I'm being consistent, I'm being consistent as far as how I feel like like what's like I said mentioned before um, like even with Daily Wire like Daily Wire yeah. um, you know they got their own um, TV shows and movies yeah, and stuff they, like that they are and legitimately I, bad even if I yeah, didn't it, if I if I, even if I gave a shit about the right wing they would still be bad movies they're actually yeah, genuinely yeah, terrible. Right. Like, like, and, and as I said in my uh, in my tweet, I said they uh, one of the, the, the movies, the movie they did about you know making fun of the whole you know men going in as women and to play sports and stuff. I said, yo, like I believe that you know biological women should play. You know, should have you know, should, uh, trans women have no place to be in a sports with biological women. I, that's what I that's what I believe. But with that being said, if you look at South Park, South Park did a real good job of making fun of a lot of the wokeness you know in it and he's able to execute it it's not a political it's not a political uh uh you know show you know uh, uh no it's not it's it's a comedy show but it's not political a political show let me try to comedy. let me try to let me try to interpret what you're saying what you're saying is that south park was able to actually make fun and jokes about it without it being interpreted as inherently malicious yeah, exactly. Yeah, is that exactly? It's 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 pretty much with the Daily Wires movie. It's Malicious. one. It's pre yeah. It's it's preachy, and all you're doing, you're doing the same thing that the woke side is doing. You're you're, but you're doing it on your side. You you you're you're not offering an alter alternative. You're just like, hey, we doing this to get back at the wokies. It's the same thing with the wokies do. Like, yo, we getting back at the right, but you're not producing. Your whole goal was that we just we just want well crafted stories. 
and we want entertainment that everybody can enjoy. But then you turn around and make entertainment that only your side will enjoy, or that you're you're only you're only catering to your base. You're you're not trying to make exactly it. That's exactly the biggest problem with Daily Wire. They don't seem to understand that their political opinions do not translate to good entertainment outside of political bullshitting. So the minute they have to use their logic in a movie, in a radio show, in a book, in a novel, it falls apart. Not because no one wants to hear their bullshit. 90% of people don't. The problem is, is that you didn't make a good product in the first damn place because your main goal was just to be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, I said, that's the, I said, that's the problem. I said, look, what you're doing is you're only preaching to the choir. You're preaching to people exactly. who already agree. You're, you're preaching chamber. to with people who already agree with you. Echo chamber. It's, it's a, yeah, it's an echo chamber. And I was like, yo, this when I see the child, I say, yo, like, yeah, I agree with uh, some of the with the with the things that's in here, but it's not funny. I want to laugh. I want a good, I still want a funny, I still want a great story. But all it is is just political, is just political on the other side, mags as calling it comedy when it's really not comedy. You're just pretty much preaching to us you pretty much doing the same thing that you claim the other side is doing so we're not really getting as a viewer as a person that want to be entertained you know like i'm you're not giving me anything this is not really an alternative you a better movie too old school too shallow how just gonna yeah i know yeah yeah i know shallow i know shallow how they had the best representation at least at the time of a trans person in a movie like and, and it was only like two minute sequence, and it was still like one of, if not the best part of the movie. And so it, it it goes to show, like even like uh, I did a video talking about is Street Fighter Five, a uh, Street Fighter Six woke, and that really did good too. That really did some numbers. Yeah, I and, understand that concept. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, people, because you know, uh, well, yeah, the, the what was it? Top Hat Game. I, that is the yeah. weirdest shit ever. I don't know. I think he started that. So I don't know if you heard of Top Hat Gaming, but. I don't hate the guy, but I'm starting to like disrespect him to the point of I don't think I'm going to subscribe to this man for to be subscribed to him too much longer. He started that shit or he's one of the first people to amplify that shit unnecessarily. Like somebody decided that because some character got changed or it's it, they're ambiguous. One of the narrator characters. Oh, is this game being woke? Especially look at their color scheme. Ooh, is it woke? Do you have a problem with woke? Let us know in the comments. I'm like, bro, it's a fucking fighting game. Woke does not apply to a fighting game. And if a fighting game was woke, don't nobody care if it's a fucking good ass game. All you're doing is stirring up a base of ignorance who want to hate for the sake of hating and you want to profit from it. Like, this is the cycle I've been telling people they need to watch out for. Dumbasses will try to make something political or they will try to make something fit into a political category when its job was just to entertain and it was not trying to be political entertainment and then dumbasses will believe it amplify the noise and then suddenly the vocal minority becomes the 100 percent perception and then we end up back where we started with assholes trying to call out assholes Except now you put Street Fighter Six in them. And, uh, it's a fucking fighting game inherently cannot be fucking political. So if someone thinks a fighting game is political, it's because somebody manipulated a bunch of idiots into believing it. But no one wants to fucking believe me. Yeah, well, the, 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 like, I, like I said before, like, uh, yeah, like, so in Street Fighter Six, my argument was, uh, I was asking the viewers, was it woke or not? Now, I had to point out the suspects it would make people think something is woke because I was like, okay, we'll go through the first thing. The first thing was... That what they have done to Chun with Chun Li and Cammy. It was people arguing that they 
pretty much censored Chun Li and Cammy by making them because fully clothed. Because you can't get their right. same old outfits for DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this is what I said. I said, all right. I said, guys. I was like, look, check this out. Now let's let's just dial it back for a minute. Think about it for a second. Not only that you're able to get the classic outfits. Not only are you able to get that, but also for her for the fact is that Cammy was able to get her classic outfit back. It also p- pissed off. The, the woke journalist who said, oh, sexism is back. Why did Capcom bring bring back the bodysuit and, and objectify Cammy once again? It pissed him off or whatever like that. So one, it pissed him off for bringing it back. So it can't be woke for them covering up when she, that is actually an option to have uh, to have Cammy's classic there. So they didn't remove it. You still have that option. And then, like I said, I made a perfect example of how there's some people who don't know shit about the the franchise or the series, and they just come in and call it woke and don't even know the history of it. Exactly. Because uh, this one guy came in and talked about Chun-Li. And, you know, like, they covered up her legs and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, dude, it, like, I mean, if you're a fan of if you're a fan of Street Fighter, then you would know that, Street, that Chun-Li always had a main outfit where she has a full-on tracksuit, and that was in Street Fighter Alpha. And, and, in fact, that was my favorite suit. Not the not by not because she was covered up, but that suit actually showed the definition of her of her feminine form. Very she, very athletic. <laughs> I, you phrase art. that very very elegantly. <laughs> I give you props for that. You avoided yeah. saying exactly what everyone was thinking. Yeah. So the guy he said nothing else, and I showed the picture. I said, "Here's the picture. She always had this outfit. Like this is Street Fighter outfit. Yeah, like, dude, they what you, are you a fan? Are, are you a, are you a fan of Street Fighter or not? Like, dude, if you don't know anything." Then shut the fuck up. Like you don't like like that doesn't make any sense. So it does invite those type of people who's who just come in and just jump into something yeah, like they, they want to hate out. for the sake of hating. Yeah, like so, I, the ignorance. Like this is what I'm saying. Like I can't yeah. fuck with that. I like I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm older now. I mean, I'm not an old man, but I'm at a point now where man, when I see ignorant people, I only want to say one time. Listen, do you understand that your opinion does not correlate with objective fact? Your opinion can only correlate with objective fact when you state something that is an objective fact. Number one, woke doesn't have a set definition. And when it did have one set definition, it was literally manipulated, ironically, by the people who hate the concept of it to make it sound like something else or to make it sound like you're only woke if you're petty or you're insecure. It doesn't have a definition that is concrete because too many people who are assholes popularized a corrupted, dirty definition. Here's the mm-hmm. original definition, and the only reason I know that is because I actually had a friend who was an etymologist. For those who don't know, that's someone whose job it is to literally study the history of words, go and try to look into this shit, only to find out that there wasn't actually a fucking definition in the short amount of time, and I'm talking less than two years, that there was a definition. It was literally just the acknowledgement and recognition that you are witnessing or you are indirectly aiding and supporting something that is corrupt, whether it's the government or it, a block exactly. of fucking chief. Uh, no, and then exactly. literally two years later, uh, it became, bro, oh, bro, you're woke bro, if you're bro. insecure or you you complain about something that I used to like. like no. You motherfuckers are just going to end up fighting each other over something that y'all don't even have a definition bro, for. Bro, and I was bro. right. I was fucking bro. right. Bro, you said something that that I, I it's funny that you said this because I always heard the word woke because my, 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 my uncle is very like pro-black and it was always the same. Stay woke, and it was it all. Yeah, it had the original to do definition with. was so it much had, better because it, it, it made sense. It, it had something to do, and mostly the, it was always pointing towards the government. Like while, like while something was going on, my uncle would say, "Yo, like when this was when the news was reporting this, the government just passed this bill to do this, that, the other." Stay woke. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's it recognition. Always, it, it was supposed yeah, to be yeah. recognition of a wrongdoing or that unfortunately you accidentally supported and aided in something that was morally or systemically wrong. And it's just acknowledgement that there was something wrong happening and you don't want to be a part of something wrong. Now it's whatever the fuck Fox News said it meant that day. That's the problem. Like, that's what I mean. Like if ignorance spreads and stupid spreads, we lose good shit. And I really do hate that because there are so many things that could happen or could have happened. And people are scared to let happen businesses or actors even because they are scared of how they're perceived. And to be fair, I get it. Your entire career is based off of how you are perceived when you perform and how you are perceived as a person. They have that duality. A lot of us don't have to worry about that. If you're a fucking janitor, I perceive you as an upstanding human being, but I know there's going to be some asshole. If I line up a thousand people, there's going to be some asshole thing. Oh, he's only a janitor because he fucked up his whole life. No, he could have fucking just got out of jail and he's fixing his life and he's on the upswing. Or he could, this could be his part-time job because he knows that he wants to do something else and he's going to school in the daytime and this is one of the only things he can do with the hours that he has and he's a full-time student. They don't want to go that far. They don't want to go past surface list. And that's the biggest problem I've seen with almost anybody who pretends to be a journalist. Really, they just got a YouTube account and said that they're a journalist. A lot of them don't get a degree. They don't talk to people who got a degree. They don't learn a journalistic methodology, period. They just say, I'm a journalist because someone they they think they can just say it and no one will fact check them. I will. I'll tell you immediately if someone's a journalist because first off, there's only two ways to do it. Do the job without having got the career and actually do it, not go on what you feel or literally get the actual training, get the education, get the degree, get in the field. And we don't have that anymore. Now we just have someone, some some QAnon fuckboy has a, has a cell phone and he has a YouTube account, sets it to director, and then decides, I want to make long format content talking about my truths. You mean that shit, that's a lie? And all of a sudden, this motherfucker's a journalist and he gets quoted by Fox it, News. It, They're supposed it, to be it, representing it, it, an entire culture. And I'm yeah. just like, there is absolutely it, no way to win. Yeah, it, Well, it's not just Fox News. It's, it's no, not I mean, that's just, just the example. Not, yeah, yeah. CNN, all these motherfuckers, is, they, all of them. And the thing was, before we used to be able to depend on somebody's independence the journalists that they hit the ground and and all of and, and try to give the yeah, truth but the, and be all the good ones but don't now, have internet but now <laughs> but yeah but now uh, yeah a lot of them a, a, a lot of them now is, is is more like tribal now it's like which side are you on like like are you on the left or are you on the right there's no longer finding the truth you either on one side or the other and it's getting really really bad and people like i said both sides are grifting both sides yeah, are a grifter. Grifting. There will always be a grifter as long as somebody doesn't care about anything other than their wallet, which is one of the main reasons why the whole concept of get money out of politics happened. It wasn't always like this. The minute we had people in political positions who were there because they wanted to be there, not because they could fatten their wallet, we actually were getting progress. Ironic. Because now, because of so much shit being fucked up by the right and so much shit being cock blocked and people not doing anything about it on the left, we progressives had to come into existence. They had to, because if you sit down and if you were, if you are a 10 year old and you have the internet in this day and age and you watch politics for 10 years that even though you can't participate till you're 18, the first thing you're going to find out is, okay, we got some assholes over here on the right 
who think that as long as they're fattening some company's pocket, it's okay for people to be racist and all this other shit and all this other bullshit. As long as they fatten their wallet, fuck everybody else. Then you got these guys on the left who want to call them out, but then 70% of you will literally not do anything about them or you will tell people, hey, there's nothing you can do about them. Oh, well, let's move on to the few things we can and not even try to get those other assholes out. You gave birth to fucking progressives because if I'm a child and I see these two assholes, and I see, oh, you know this guy stabbing you in the back, but you're not going to do anything about him stabbing you in the back. Well, I don't want that motherfucker to come at me with a knife. What, what are you going to do? You're going to go someplace that's not left or right. You're going to end up smack dab in the purple, which isn't censored. You're going to end up in progressive land and progressive territory. Because if you want the truth, not left or right, you just want someone to do the right thing and the honest thing, you're going to soon realize the left will do something right maybe once in a millennium, and the right won't do shit unless you pay them. And if you're not rich, they basically is telling you already, fuck you. So you don't have a fucking choice. But then here comes the internet or video games, which are for the most part, politically neutral because a video game very few like maybe less than 20 that have ever existed sole purpose was to be political in the united states of america's or represented in the united states of america's political system so fucking few so if one person online says any game ask the question at any point in time is this game more i promise you they're doing it I mean, outside of you to get attention because they want to start a fight and they want to profit from the fight. So then we're right back at where we started. No one's listening to nobody. Nobody understands what's going on. And we're not weeding out the people who just want to be here to hate. That's and that's what fucking always bothers me because these problems didn't exist and they don't exist in the gaming spectrum. People just wanted to attach them. If you don't like that a character is not wearing an outfit, the character didn't go woke, it's a fucking redesign. If you don't like that a character is the main character of a video game is a woman and it bothers you, it's not fucking woke, you're just an asshole. But they wanna decide that, oh, this thing I don't like is automatically associated with uh, the objectively the other political spectrum. It's a fucking video game. Yeah, well, and like I said, the catalyst behind all this is during 2014, the whole Gamergate did this whole thing. Ironically, they, that was a fucking accident. That's what really blows my mind. Uh, I, don't get me wrong. Uh, I hate, I fucking hate Zoe Berger, but I didn't hate Zoe Berger for accidentally, you know, creating Gamergate. Yeah, she was an asshole and then she started profiting off of it. No, my problem is like everything she did after that. Dude killed himself because she mm-hmm. got away with lying about kidnapping mm-hmm. him. We don't even mm-hmm. know how that case ended because she literally erased mm-hmm. her presence from the internet. Yep. Can you imagine and... that? My friend comes over, we hang, and she respects me enough as a as a female adult to understand that I am not going to put my hands on her without our permission. This is not, uh, and, and we're just hanging out. I am not going to assault you, nothing. And you have fun. You tell your friends and family we have fun. And my sister even meets you one day. And then... Months or years later, I don't fucking hear from you. And you decide, hey, he kidnapped me because you're not getting enough tension anymore. And then her sister comes on and tells the internet, hey, my brother killed himself because everyone took you on your word before he even went to fucking court. Mm. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, and then I'm just like, people, I'm like, y'all, did y'all forget what happened last time we jumped to the gun on shit? Because remember, it wasn't the internet made him feel bad. Because he can he can just delete his accounts. His His boss fired him off of he say she say bullshit no confirmation that this was real and then burn noticed him for somebody who he literally respected because she felt like she wasn't getting attention slash money 
anymore. And then that whole ass got in front of fucking Congress. And I'm just like, oh, we are fucked. I was right. I was very right. Yep. And I didn't know how much of an impact that was going to be. No one did. No one could have predicted moving, moving that this moving level forward. of stupid would get capitalized on to this extent. Yep. I thought stupid worked in the methodology of, and this is, I guess I was being naive until I was like 30. I thought stupidity worked like, I don't care if this thing is bad for me. I'm going to still do it because it feels fun or it feels good. No, now stupid is, I don't care if I'm wrong about something. I got to hate something. So that made my Tuesday because that's all I have in my life. Fucking dickless idiots. And the worst Mm. part is, is that there are too many companies who just assume that they are the majority. It's actually kind of depressing. I've had to make videos disputing shit that was never true about companies that stated a long time ago, no, this is in fact a lie. I've done it for this company that was helping find human traffickers that were kidnapping children. And Mm -hmm. I did it for Marvel because, well, not just because I like Marvel, but because stupid people see a YouTube comment or a YouTube text in their thumbnails, not realizing clickbait is even a thing. And then they'll just regurgitate it like it's the objective fact. Oh, Marvel Comics is dying because their comics are woo. Marvel Comics is dying because they don't sell like Japan. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I literally had the fucking editor-in-chief say in a room full of people, uh, so yeah, it's actually a lie. Don't believe everything you heard. We've had nothing but explosive growth, and it's our numbers have been doing better for almost 10 or 15 years straight. If you're worried about how it was 10 or 15 years ago, well, let me remind you, that was the standard. Despite what people think, it was always like that. However, our numbers are expanding and growing now. Normally, now this part, I don't remember if it was him that said it or it was the one of the dudes at DC Comics. Uh, anytime I can get in the room with the editor-in-chief, I try to, I, I get in there. But I think it was the DC editor and said, contrary to popular belief, it's always worked this way. But normally when you see those big numbers, that's just because that's a collection of an entirety of a volume. Some people don't buy single issues. They want the entire story from beginning to end. So you can't count their sales until near the end of a year or the end of six months. Furthermore, Batman and Superman in particular are so popular by themselves. They're their own merchandising genres. So it's very common for Batman or Batman related books to dramatically outsell our other products. That doesn't mean that the industry is dying again because people have been saying that because Someone decided because they like Japanese mangas and Japanese comic books that, oh, that must mean that Western comics are dying. How the fuck do you jump the the, the mental gymnastics for that? Because you like a book, a comic book that came from Japan, all American books are in decline and not selling. There's literally no logic behind it. Oh, well, look at these physical sales. I was like, okay, but they've been selling shit digitally for 20 years, 20 years. Also, those physical sales are not verified. You just said that they're verified because you got them from one distribution company. But one distribution company is not every single country these books are fucking sold in. But people will look at them like they know more than the actual editor-in-chief of Marvel because they made a fucking YouTube video about it. And it still blows my mind to this day. I literally made a video talking about people fucking bald-faced lying, saying that comics are dying, they're trash, people who don't read them. And here's what the editor-in-chief said. We've been making money hand over fist. We're in a boom and a renaissance. So they're literally lying. And you can tell them I said that. And who's going to know better? Someone who's randomly on the internet who Googled a distribution center or the fucking editor-in-chief? Well, somebody's lying because a lot of comic book companies are 
are shutting, not comic book, comic book stores are shutting down because yeah, no the one digital is sales in are fucking murdering them. It's the same with game retail. That's why, uh, what was it? Xbox got kicked out of that one European store because they were starting to do one-to-one and also the game pass. And everybody had collectively decided that digital sales can no longer happen at physical retail. stores. because remember you used to be able to buy a digital game, get the code for it and then go get mm-hmm. that game digitally. They stopped doing that. Sony's one of the first people to do it. They're fine. The problem is, is that the digital market always hurts the physical market. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. It's the same with music. Music didn't stop selling. They all started getting digital and they started getting on streaming. So what does that mean? That means that there's going to be less CDs. It happened with cassettes and it happens on and off with vinyl. This is nothing new. And that's what people don't seem to understand. A comic book store going out of business does not mean that the comics didn't sell. It means that they as a retailer cannot pull in customers because Marvel has proven that the minute they went online and they got their shit digital, they've been doing stupid money. And a reminder, they make more profit from a digital sale, just like with a video game than they do a physical. So if they get a $2 return off a single issue, but if they go online, they get someone on a $10 a month subscription, they get a couple million people on a $10 a month subscription, and then they also have digital sales via Comixology and third-party apps where they can get 70 to 80% of the profit, they are pissing money off of those comics that people think, quote-unquote, no one is buying. And that's what people don't seem to get. You will never get a company's full sales data because they don't owe it to you. And on top of it, even if you're a shareholder, they are they do not have to give you independent copies of the data and if they do give it to you you're signing a contract that states you can't show and tell Mm -hmm. anybody and if you do they can sue you like this is not anything new we didn't find out that resident evil was the second highest selling property that they had behind monster hunter until they publicly told us but guess what none of that accounts for how many times these games have been sold used they don't get any money from a used game sale so for all Mm -hmm. we know They could have made 5 million copies, but 30 million people could have played it, but they only got profit from 5 million. The numbers are never given to us as the consumer, but because one idiot said that, oh, these comics are dying because they're woke, the whole entire internet decides the shit's true. It still blows my mind to this day, man. Mm. Literally had two different editor-in-chiefs tell me they're fucking lying. And if they weren't lying, why do I still have a job? Why are we still pissing millions? Contrary to popular belief, movie money does not correlate to going and funding the fucking comics movie money goes to disney (laughs) disney keeps the lights on but if we didn't make money disney can turn our lights off and it's disney if you ain't making them money they will force you to or they're gonna put you in some vault and never to be heard from again and last i checked they haven't stopped selling comics Mm. rant over Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, and the only reason I even know that is because I actually took the time, like you do, to actually research what the fuck is going on. Because too many people just took shit at the word and then regurgitated it like it was the gospel. Yeah, there's a lot to be said, a lot to be learned, and everything. Uh, That's why I I try my best. I keep saying, I keep telling my audience, I try my best. Like, yo, like, I'm here, I'm not here to... (laughs) To tell you what you want to hear, like exactly, you and you can't be, for, because that's uh, an I'll echo let, chamber. Yeah, I let people know that's like you telling people, like, yo, I'm not like I'm not trying to cultivate an echo chamber. I'm going to say things that you want to disagree with, and I am completely fine with that. Thank you. That's I'm the not, whole point not, of my uh, channel. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not going to block you because you said something that I don't agree with or say something that I don't like. 
you're welcome to voice your opinion here. Oh, I'll block if you racist or an ignorant jackass, but that's just me. Oh, uh, well, I mean, if you racist, like, you like, like, I got a whole audience. Uh, my audience would eat them alive. So, like, I, that's another thing I used to say uh, on my live streams. Because every once in a while, and I, I, this is what I also learned, too, man, um, about people. Some people just say things because they know they can get a response and re- reaction out of you. Yeah. Sometimes don't even necessarily mean they're racist. Yeah, yeah. They sometimes doesn't even necessarily mean they're racist. They if like if if I'm arguing with somebody and if you fat as shit, I'm gonna call you a fat fuck. It doesn't mean that I'm. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm fat. Exactly. It, mean fat. it just means or you hate that mean, person individually. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say something that's gonna hurt you and piss you the fuck off because I know that's something that's going to trigger you. And that's going to piss you off and stuff. So even in my streams, and this happens rarely, but I would, I would have somebody that will come in and say some racist shit to me. And I used to tell my stream, I said, ignore the trolls because these people get a kick out of saying things that they knew that they get a, that would get a response out of you and stuff. So I, once I was on the stream and these people were just, just yapping away. I was monkey, nigger. I was all kinds of other stuff, you know, and I didn't even respond to it. I didn't even respond to it at all. I just kept chatting and stuff, and my chat was trying to argue with them. I said, I said, no, let let the trolls. If you feed the trolls, they're gonna stay around longer. They're gonna stay around even longer because they know it gets a rise and they'll stay here or whatever. So, so after after a while, I the chat didn't it was ignoring them, and I was ignoring them, and then the troll came in and said, you know what? I respect you guys. You guys are not feeding into it. He said, y'all guys have a good day, and they left. You guys have a good day, like, cause I'm not like, like the moment I get pissed off at it, it get they get a rise at it. They gonna just double down on it, and and, and, and then it just become a, a shitty experience for me and everybody. So that's that's how I, I combat it. Just don't acknowledge them. The moment you acknowledge them, that's what gives them the power, and they'll just keep doubling down on it and shit. And then they'll have a reason to keep returning back to your stream because they knew it pisses you off. And I don't let I don't let name call and get me. I really I really don't because it, it makes them look stupid when. Damn, I didn't get the reaction that I thought I was gonna get from this person from calling them this. And then they look they look fucking stupid. And then they end up leaving, or like I said, my audience would end up chewing them alive, and then they like, damn, like, all right, I need to get the fuck out of here. But um, but yeah, man, I, I tell people like, yo, don't like if if you came here thinking that I'm gonna tell you what you want to hear, then this is not the channel for you. Yeah, you like, know, this is not the channel for you. Yeah, I don't yeah. hate the concept of an echo chamber, depending on this context. If it's political, mm-hmm. sometimes that's okay. If it's leading in a positive, progressive direction, if it's general, like your you have a friend who literally has a personality disorder, so they think they're like always the worst person ever, but everyone knows they're noble. You gotta reinforce until they can get to you know medical attention that they need. Hey, listen, you're not a piece of shit. You're not an asshole. Stop calling yourself that. You're one of the coolest people I know. Da 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 da. But almost every other time, you know, I don't I don't see it being a positive. But I mean, mm-hmm. I would like to say I deal with a lot of trolls, but I got one of the weirdest situations going on. So I've had explosive growth, like for some reason, starting back in February. Right. So mm-hmm. like, I made partner in like two months in uh, mm-hmm. only two months of actually putting effort into it. And that was only because I had shit to do. I had a surgery. I couldn't work at the time back in February. I was like, you know what? Let me try to at least boost this up just to, you know, have something to do. Right. Because mm-hmm. I know YouTube is not anybody's friend. That's why everyone <laughs> and their mom's on Patreon, because they know even if you do everything right, YouTube can fuck you. And then they have the perfect excuse. We don't know how I own algorithm works, because that's a good idea to not fix that problem. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you just fucked. I know people it's happened to. I literally went to high school with someone who made it to a million subscribers back when that shit was hard. 
and she's never been able to get past like 20,000 views for like five years. And she's had people come in her discord and tell her, I never unsubscribe for you, but they did. They make, they make PG 13 fucking content and they still get fucked as if they were, it's a Gundam or somebody like that. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Trust me, bro. Like yeah. it's been, it's been like this for years for me where, bro, I was, I was stuck. Like as far as my subscriber count, man, like, I was stuck at what twelve, like around like twelve thousand ish for like a for like two or maybe three years, man. And a lot of my subscribers were saying to me like, "Dude, like, I come back to your channel, the red subscribe button is there, as if I unsubscribe. Like, I never unsubscribe to your channel. Like, yeah. what, what the hell is going? Yeah, what here's the, hell the crazy going shit on? I got. I made yeah, a video of mm-hmm. I got into the beta for a game called Zenless Zone Zero, right? Yeah, me, me too. Oh well, mm-hmm. shit. Uh, I, mean, yeah, I, I, I wish video. it was co op. Yeah, Honestly. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, yeah, I wish it was too. I, yeah, I did so video the first day I was like, you know, they got a cool intro system up because it's people watching the TV and they're channel surfing, which I haven't mm-hmm. seen in forever. And it's got the snow. So it's like, I'm doing this for nostalgia, right? So I go and put that video up, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me how why it has 50 views, but 2,000 likes? Yeah. And then I even <laughs> went in my own comment section. How does this have 2,000 likes? But then every yeah, other video where there's actual gameplay, it the, it makes more sense. There's a couple thousand views, et cetera, et cetera. And, but uh, I learned, because I looked into my own analytics, the longer videos that get the most attention, I will get like maybe a dollar or 80 cents from. But every video I had this year, the big ones at least, that were made a lot of money, like a full dollar or something, were videos that were shorter, but people only got like halfway through them. How the fuck does that logic? The videos that people watch, eighty to ninety percent of, that were podcasts like this, mm-hmm. made pennies. But the videos that are ten to fifteen minutes and people didn't get past the first ten minutes in a fifteen minute video, that made bigger dollars. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm so glad that I don't, I don't place my value on internet perception, and that mm-hmm. my income is not coming directly from YouTube because this is the reason why half of them lose their fucking mind. Even if they don't do anything wrong, I get why they lose their mind. Now this shit, is, it, it pissed bro, me off. Bro, dude, I'm glad you mentioned this because the thing I always get in my comment section is like, bro, like you always, it's like, I love your channel. Cause you say things that I'm too afraid to say, cause I don't want to get canceled or, or I this, that, that, that people think that, that, like that even applies to regular people. Look, if you ain't a celebrity, yeah. you ain't getting canceled. Yeah, so, well, more so in their real life, like, you know, their job or, you know, their family members excommunicate them because they have a different opinion. And that does happen because I know people that they experience that. But the thing is, I said the main reason why I'm able to voice my opinion and I don't give a fuck is because, one, my success, hap- uh, it, it's all outside of YouTube. I've done every, every all my success, everything that you see in my background from my comic book company Everything is outside of YouTube. I make all my money outside of YouTube. So I never had to depend on YouTube for anything. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem with a lot. There's a lot of problem. That's the problem with content creators today is because they put all their eggs in one basket. And at one point, you know, they were like pretty legit content creators. But once they start making that bag, start making that money, they start falling into this whole thing where they have to tiptoe around what they really want they can't say what they really want to yeah, say because or they don't uh, know what'll happen because they don't think it's a bad opinion but they're too scared to find out like don't get me wrong i almost wish i had trolls like trolls that were on my channel i have trolls everywhere the fuck else but it is the weirdest <laughs> shit like i said i have i went from in february i had like 
800 or something subscribers, right? 800. Mm-hmm. And from February going to now, I'm almost at about 25,000 subscribers, right? Awesome. I mean, I appreciate that. Thank you. Shit you not. Go look at 90% of my videos from 2021 to right now. There are no fucking comments. There are less than three comments or there on average is zero comments. But thank you. But here's the thing that blows my mind about it, though. Guess what? Most of the people who originally subscribed to my channel, like way before, you know, uh, lockdown and me and my friends just wanted to hang and talk and do something to not go crazy. Yeah. Fucking... Almost anyone who would comment on a video texted me or emailed me directly. So I'll have a video, zero comments, but I'll have 40 people questioning me about the shit that I found. But now it's even crazier. I won't get comments. The most comments I've got on a video this year total was like 11. Mm. Shit don't make sense to me, but you know what? I've learned to roll with the punches. Here's how I look at it. If I actually get a button... I'll make a button. I'll show my friends that help me get to mm-hmm. where I'm at. Cause like I said, I'm a group channel. I'm not a solo act. In fact, the fact that you and me are doing this solo is a rarity. Um, mm-hmm. and I believe me when I tell you, bro, I don't understand it, but I'm glad that I know myself well enough to not let my entire value be inflated or decreased by a subscriber number. Because the first thing anyone who sees my social media will say and notice is, Wait, how are you getting this popular? You've had 400% growth or something like that, according to YouTube, but you have like two comments in four months. I was like, I don't fucking know, man. YouTube works in mysterious ways. Uh, Bro, yeah, check this out. Because before I got where I am now, I people didn't understand like bro how you have 12,000 subscribers but you only got like your views is only like 50 50 views or Thank 100 you. views cuz then people try to accuse me of botting I'm like no I'll say it's YouTube is doing is doing something fucked up they they're doing either I'm shadow banned in some sense because some people are saying like yo dude I I didn't get nothing none of your videos I got the notification bell I'm getting none of your videos they said I had to type your name in manually to make sure you know, if you're uploading, then I go to your channel. I missed about twelve videos, so I'm like, "What yeah. the hell? Like, what the hell is going on?" The but, fact that I even got a sponsor offer, mind you, only got one for the first time ever a month ago, mm-hmm. still blows my mind because I don't know how they found me. Because the only thing I did on the search engine optimization <clears throat> and mm-hmm. the AdSense stuff is that I said, "Do not put right leaning politics. Do not put tobacco or any nicotine products." And do not put sex and sexual paraphernalia in my search history or recommend me to any sponsors like that. That was all I did four months ago. No one hits me up. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, hey, listen, we sell an organic product. Uh, We're not a scam and we can prove it. Can you put some uh, Magic Mind ads for us in your videos? Like, listen, I'm going to scrutinize your product to the end of days. I'm going to tell you that right now. Because even though I don't respect YouTube to that extent... I will be damned if I sell my audience a scam. So, oh yeah, yeah. The, 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 I'm glad. I'm glad you're bringing this up too, because I've been getting a lot of offers. Like I got they're real, this one, they're legitimate, but the, uh, that don't mean the product is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had got this offer from these this Chinese company made this. They have this controller called the uh, the QRD um and the the N the N five the N Spark five, and I thought they were as like a scam or whatever like that. But no, they sent me the website and everything, and then they actually shipped me the controller. So it is like my first like sponsored the. Uh, Video I've ever done did it did a thing on that. 
Yeah, thanks. And uh, it was this other company that hit me up. They wanted me to use a screen protector for the PlayStation Portal, but I was like, I don't have a PlayStation Portal. It's like, oh man, we really want to work with you. We've seen your channel, we've seen your views, and we like the content you produce and stuff, but I handle PlayStation Portal. Um, then this other company that wanted me to do like the uh, the remote control with your computer control with your cell phone mm-hmm. or whatever like that. So I'm waiting on a response um, from that. And then it was then of course Huyoverse. They wanted me to do a video, a sponsored video for uh, Zenless Zone Zero. Um, they hit me up with that. Yeah, this shit blows my mind. I have more hits yeah. than you, and I have only gotten one, and we play the same shit, and we talk about the same shit. But like right. I said, I'm not the jealous type. More power to you, uh, my brother. I, I genuinely mean that. I like seeing anybody get shit that they earned. I, 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 that's how I feel about it. But the shit don't make sense. So either there's some type of system that we don't know about where YouTube has you in a more preferred position than me. And mm-hmm. honestly, I'm not mad. My only issue is that here I am talking about gaming and pop culture, getting people's opinions about gaming and pop culture in the realm of media, television, talking about actors, not stalking them like a paparazzi or TMZ, but talking about mm-hmm. their body of work, all this shit. And the first person who hits me up is a health, food, and nutrition company. What? Again, not complaining because I mm-hmm. do value the concept of physical and mental health. But it just yeah. blows my mind that not one gaming company has come up to me with shit. Yeah, uh, it, I, it just all changed for me when I did that video uh, we, uh, at Western developers versus Eastern developers and how they depict women. How Eastern developers, they like when they do the motion capture, the, the model, the motion capture, the actual actress look like the actual game model. But Western developers, for some reason, just take the woman who looks beautiful, but then in the game, she looks ugly as shit. Especially when they do the black women, they make her look just hideous as hell. So I made a video about that. That has over a hundred something thousand views. And then Melanie Mack, she, it blew up because of Melanie Mack. She saw the video. <sighs> so Man, she, I've never seen an so. idiot that I can't put my finger on. Like, I can't tell. Yeah. Like, we, I, I don't know if this has happened to you, but I've actually had this conversation with ex-Melanie Mack fans because I'm not going to lie. I used to be her fan too. Like, we uh, can't tell if she's genuinely delusional and doesn't realize she's feeding into ignorance and a lot of racist bullshit or if she's doing this on purpose like Candace Owens and she just wants to collect a fat check because her YouTube income shrank. We literally don't know if she's just stupid or she's no, just no, hiding her racism. Owens, we don't know. Cold, uh, Candace Owens, the only thing I don't trust, I, I, the thing I, didn't tr- I don't trust about her is how easily she switched because she was a flaming oh, lefty. Oh, dude, I met her in person. A, it's just a, money. Yeah, I, she was a she was a flaming lefty at one point because yes. she, she had this this website that was doxing people because of you know uh, uh, uh you know hate speech or whatever it was, and then she disappeared for like two months, and then she came back. She yeah, she made a video about hey, well, I think I might delete this video later. I just want to say you know yeah. my views haven't changed, but you're gonna start seeing content that's a little different. Like wait a minute, Melly yeah. Mac did in a video that was almost the exact yeah. same. She is. Yeah, she came back as a Candace Owens came back as a conservative because like I said like. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I, I find her her transformation or or whatever you want to call it kind of skeptical. It's like funny. like I yeah, I, that's why I don't trust like I remember who she used to be. I remember what Candace used to be, and then she just transformed over here. I'm like, something is not adding the fuck up. Yeah, and that's now, what I, I say, that's what I said about Melanie Matt. Because see, Candace, I understood. Candace sold out for money. Cause you don't know this. Uh it's not a secret per se. I didn't sign no contracts, so mm-hmm. I could name names, but the problem was, you know, this was 10 years ago, so I don't remember the motherfucker's yeah. name. There are actual companies that try to pay people 
to switch sides once they get a certain level. I of heard, no, bro, bro. I heard. I yeah. can't remember who said it. But here's the it. fucked up part. Those people have to sign an NDA contract stating that they will not say who recruited them. I was like, that's fucking weird. Because you're going to be in pub, the public eye still. You're just going to be fucking around with Ben Shapiro. You know you failed in society if you fuck around with Ben Shapiro, but that's a whole other mess of shit. And I'm just like, wait a minute. How the fuck did Candace Owens being, go from being the exact opposite of this guy, of, of Ben Shapiro, to basically being recruited and hired by him? And then I remember it wasn't her cousin. It was just somebody she either went to college with or somebody who knows her and knows me. They was like, oh, you ain't hurt. And she, she showed me on her phone this big-ass contract thing that basically stated that you're going to get paid a ridiculous amount of money if you make X amount of videos um, within a year or over the course of, like, a couple years in, like, six and seven figures if you can make it look like you are trivializing, demonizing, or essentially shitting on your own people, shitting on the concept of civil rights, and legitimately shitting on the concept of progressiveness or anything that's not right-leaning ideology. And I'm just like, bro, why are you not telling people about this? So then she scrolls all the way to the bottom in some big red print. And it yeah, basically um, said that you mentioned this. We got your ass because we go on the fucking court and you are not going to win shit. Yeah, well, we going to own your soul. Yeah, like, like, well, some people try to accuse me in the, in the conversations that I'm grifting or. No, I no, no, no. I'm they're just, wrong. Like, I'm in, I know how they got that way. And, I, and, I, and I, I'm sorry you have to go through that. But no. You, uh, well, I mean, I don't. The people haven't seen this video, but for people mm -hmm. who are curious about it, going from someone who went through about, uh, I want to say four and a half hours of your content, I can say and with confidence, Mugen Lord is not a griffin, a grifter. In fact, he is right. There are things he and me and him will not agree on. But guess what? That mm -hmm. doesn't make him a fucking grifter, and he's not out here to get attention from assholes for the sake of getting profit from assholes. That is the job of, uh, ironically, people like Melanie Mac, Ben Shapiro, and we. Uh, well, not Melanie Mac. Uh, Ben Shapiro confirmed, Candace Owens confirmed, Melanie Mac's 50-50. We don't know if she is just an ignorant idiot or she's easily manipulated by a fat check. And, you know, what's wrong with throwing somebody under the bus if I'm never going to fucking meet him? Yeah. And, and like I try to tell people, I say, yo, I can't control the people who agree with me. You know, this is my yeah. beliefs. This is what I believe. I can't control if a person yeah. happened to be a racist and agree with me, I can't control that. I know, it sucks. I, and I, 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 it's, I yeah, actually I can't said control. something <laughs> one time ever in my life that me and Ben Shapiro agreed with and it fucking sucked. But I had to spend a week reminding people, bitch, I'm not a conservative. That was so weird. Like, I, he had a problem with the potentiality of over-medicating young people. Mm -hmm. Not because, you know, oh, the doctor's not paying attention. No, the problem is, is that the young people are not stating that the medication is too effective. So if a doctor doesn't know this, they can't lower the dosage, even though most doctors will tell you first time you get a medication. If you feel too weird or if it has too much of a dangerous effect on you, let me know. I will lower the, the, the dosage because that's what you're supposed to do. But a kid doesn't think to tell a doctor this and a parent can't say anything because, well, they're not the one taking the medication, right? And that's what I agree with. There's a potentiality, a dangerous potentiality to over-medicate children because they don't mm -hmm. properly communicate that I think that this medicine is too potent, right? But then all of a sudden, oh, uh, that means that I hate my own people. I, I'm half Creole, but no, no one ever remembers that shit. Oh, oh, and uh, fuck all women and all this other shit. Like, no, no, no. Me agreeing with something before Ben Shapiro even said it does not equate to me idolizing that man or thinking he's my hero and other and, bullshit. 
and that's where the that's where the tribalism comes yes, into political play. Tribalism. Like, like, I can, yeah, yeah, that's where that's where it comes into play. Because like, yo, like I said, there's things that there's some people on the left that hey, I mean, I agree with everything, but I I find something in common that I do agree on. It doesn't mean that I'm on that side either. Just like we're humans, we there's things that we don't agree with and things that we do agree with. But it doesn't mean that we automatically on that side. It's like with this whole thing is it's either all or nothing. You know, it, like, yeah, either you, that, are you with us or against? If you're not with against us, you're against us mentality. Yeah. I fucking yeah, hate I, it. Honestly, I, that's I, why I, I enjoy being a progressive because I can look at anybody and go, "Fuck you, that's wrong." Well, that's your opinion. No, no, no. I stop voting based on how I feel. I vote on what's going to help the collective. That means I have to care about you, your mama, your sister, your brother, your unborn children, and my unborn children, and how we're going to affect those their their next generation and other people who we who we affiliate with as Americans who live in other countries, foreign and domestic, and all this other shit. And then they look at me like I'm crazy. I was like, no, you understood exactly what I said. That means I'm not right, and that goddamn show ain't right, and that means I'm not left. I used to be, but I got saddened and depressed by it because the first thing you learn, well, when you wake up, or as they say, you go woke, go broke, the more right you try to do, no pun intended, the more <laughs> right as in uh, morally conscious, left-leaning, de democratic ideology you try to get to happen, the less chance you have of it happening or being permanent because someone's always going to come behind you and try to change it or a corporation's going to go behind you and they're going to pay people to literally cock block you. Like that's the best way to describe it. They are cock blocking anything that's going to benefit the collective because they care about the business and the wallets that they have from a shareholder instead of the whole fucking nation. And that's why I have the ethos of get money the fuck out of politics. I'm not saying don't make money from your own goddamn job. I'm saying you should not be going to fucking dinner with a CEO of a business company who magically mm. finds a way to give you $2 million. Clarence Thomas, Supreme court justice, the dirtiest motherfucker ever. And I'm just like, that wouldn't happen if the entirety of the nation or the pol political system got rid of the concept of thinking that only two different parties are worth mentioning. Reminder, we have almost 70 political registered types in North America. But who are the only three we've been hearing about? And the third one is really new. It's left, right, and progressive. So here I am over in progressive land, the fucking baby. I'm watching mommy and daddy dysfunctionally fight all the goddamn time and barely get anything done because one's a sellout and one doesn't give a shit about trying to do the right thing if they're going to get paid to look away or they're going to get paid to be a sellout just like a little old righty. So I'm just like, okay, so if there's 100 Democrats right here, four of you are going to be trying to do the right thing. That means that four, those four people, AOC, for example, now has to worry about fucking... 80% of your own base being 50-50 on if they're going to support you and the entirety of the right coming at you. It's literally an uphill battle. I'm like, we just need a brand new system. We need something that doesn't allot for ignorance, racism, bigotry, and greed. And the only people trying to do anything remotely like that are people leaning far to the progressive side, which is as further, if anything, as further left than left can be. And I'm just like, am I the only one person who realized that we can't fix anything if we keep infighting. There will be racist bigots and assholes. Just don't give them a political seat. Don't give them political power. There will be people who sell out for money, kick them the fuck out or put them in jail. And if we actually did that, we wouldn't even be, I don't even think anyone would recognize America because we'd be such a fucking different country. But, um, uh, Melanie Mack bullshit aside, I guess I should, uh, bring this home with how I feel about Mrs. Uh, Bond, Miss or Mrs. Bond. I don't know if she's married. Um, mm -hmm. so 
Sarah, let me tell you this right now. Um, congratulations on your position. I truly respect you not only as an adult, but as someone who literally had to fight internally and externally to get what you got. Because being educated is half the battle. The other half is ignorant perceptions. Because there will be people who will shake her hand to her face and call her out her name the minute she leaves the room. There will be people who truly respect her and they're happy and they know she did a good job and she earned where she's at. But they're the board or two people above them will decide, oh, she's just a diversity hire, as well as the ignorance online. Speaking of, let me go through your comment section real quick. Because there were some people I highlighted not to make fun of them because, well, I mean, I don't need to I don't need to have have you here for me to make fun of an ignorant jackass. But because people legitimately don't understand what I tell them when I tell them we got some legitimate disgusting people who are not thinking logically and they are, in fact, just bigots and racist. Now, the very first comment that you pinned, Mugen Lord says, what are your thoughts on Sarah Bond being promoted to Xbox gaming president? Will you give her a chance to prove herself or is the platform officially dead? Shit you not. First response, I'm not going to give her a chance. I might send a curse out on her if she messes up. From Spiroth Kurotomama Moonlight. That is a dumb name and a dumb person. They haven't, they literally are saying, I don't care about her even trying to do her job well. I'm going to send out a curse because that's going to do something. What are you, a witch? Do witches still curse people? I thought they do hexes. <laughs> right? Now, let's move on to, uh, Master Aussie, dot, 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 dot. I can start to see why this country lowering standards on getting through the door. It's not help a brother through merit. Nah, it's to help the sister through D.I.E. And we see how that is turning out in such a disastrous degree. First and foremost, I don't know what he means through D.I.E. Uh, diverse inclusion and equity. That's the initiative that uh Yeah, but here's the, yeah, and here's the problem with this ignorant statement. Number one, that's not how she was hired. Number two, a diversity hire does not mean they got the job because they're not Caucasian, which trying to convince a Caucasian person of that has been one of the biggest mysteries of life that there will ever be. That should be the knife wonders of the world. How are how are you this stupid? Diversity for the ignorant, inclusion, equality means that somebody is going to go and recruit people or groups of people who are qualified for a job who normally are not considered because the majority don't know where they are. That's it. It's not, oh, let's go through a Rolodex and uh, let's see whose skin tone is popular this month. Oh, Mexicans are in this season? Yeah, let's go get a random Mexican who doesn't know shit. No, you fucking idiots. And I shit you not, there will be people who make videos lying about how shit works. And it bothers me. This type of ignorance. Moving on. Kendon L. Taylor 51111 states at Mugenlord, this will not bode well. No basis for that. That's all you got, homie? I mean, at least have one sexist comment. Let's see. Let's just read the next guy just out of, out of curiosity. Game Boy Nitro. This will be the last one because we'd be here all millennium. Last time we put a woman in charge of a big corporation, it destroyed Star Wars and Bud Light. Until BlackRock and ESG is eliminated in this country, I'm not giving any of these hires the time of day. Let me just go ahead and hit that dislike button real quick. I'm just sitting up here like, notice how nothing they said is based in reality. What did you say earlier and I say earlier? She only moved up one position. 
She got the job because she was qualified for it. She was not hired because she was not blonde, blue-eyed, or brunette and brown-eyed or green-eyed. She got the job because she was qualified for it. Also, nobody said she was a DIE hire. Also, DIE hires should not be stigmatized because the entirety of the concept of stigmatizing DIE was born from racist ideology that is not rooted in reality. When you hire, when there's a diverse hierarchy at a company, and this is coming from someone who was a recruitment agent for about five months, an independent recruitment agent. So you couldn't get more distant from the company than me. We had rules, regulations, and guidelines, and they would tell us we would like diversity hires. We do not know where these people are, but here are the requirements and qualifications, and they will be identical to the regular qualifications listed on Indeed, LinkedIn, and uh, what was another one that was really popular for a little bit? Zip Recruiter, right? The only difference will be we want you to specifically look for people in underserved area, meaning people who are qualified for the job, but we don't know where they are. Disenfranchised. They want disenfranchised People, I swear, if they change the word diversity to disenfranchise, I shit you not, no one will be complaining. And mm. then we go and look for those people. But guess what? They still have to be good at the job. This woman's background, at least according to what I found on LinkedIn earlier, she is overqualified for the position and she actually plays video games. But like you and I both knew before she even before we even knew her name, when we saw that it was a sister, we knew immediately. Well, here come the cheat heads. Where the not where the not click not clansmen at what they got to say, and it uh, just rolled off the hill. And of course, the sexist you almost don't have to say anything. They just spawn out of the they just spawn out of thin air. Oh, I'm not giving her a chance. Why put a woman in charge of something? That sounds like a bad idea. And I'm just like, okay, so you can't do a better idea. You don't have a recommendation for a better hire, but you decided she's a failure and a piece of trash because of her sex and the color of her skin. But well, you're not yeah, like racist or sexist, right? Yeah, like, like I said before, man, a lot of that have to do, man, is, like I said, when the news came out, like these journalists, like I said, everybody's focused on color and, and gender and stuff. And that's the problem with that, that left in this, this ideology is all about color and stuff like that. Because not once, like I said before, none of these journalists, when the news is made, it, all they worry about was she was the first woman of color it wasn't about how you know how good she was and what other things she's done it was just about yeah. her skin and color. the worst part is is that problem. i understand it on some level because you got to think about it this is historic news period this isn't like oh it's historic because african-americans decided so no, no literally this is a part of history there has never been a woman this high up in the food chain of a game system company period ever the closest we got was Ouya. But guess what? People don't even know if that counts as a game system. <laughs> yeah, the Ouya. We've seen how that turned out too. But uh, but with, with her and Bond's case, that's why I said, let me look into this because the these journalists are not doing their job to, to at least highlight the sister in the in the best way possible. Everybody just focus on her skin color. And as far as I'm concerned, as far as I don't give a damn about your skin yeah, color. Yeah, I, I care if care. you do a good job. I, I just would give me, get, do, do a good damn job. So I was like, let me check this sister out. So I, I had to do my own research because the journalist failed to fucking do it. So I started looking through. I said, damn, not only like not only that she's a gamer, like like she has an actual she has credit to a lot of things that she has done in her in yeah, her. Yeah, let me give you her LinkedIn. Like she's in my but, outer network. I might interview her one day, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, that's where I got the information from from her LinkedIn. And there was interviews. Interviews that from um there was like smaller channels who had the opportunity to talk with her. And she was able to give out her credentials there and which the things that she's done. 
But they none of these journalists highlighted any of that. The only thing that was important to them was that she's a woman and that she's a woman of color. And that doesn't discredit to minorities. Yeah, because, because then, like I, here come the assholes. The, when the assholes, you give them something to latch on that isn't Caucasian, they don't care what's going on. Fuck them just because they're not us. And then they act like they're in the right. Like, it was, it, that's why I say I don't feel like it was her fault. There was nothing she could have done. If she was fucked coming and going, if she stepped down, People would have got mad at her because why would you step down? You would have made literal history. If she stayed on, look where we are right now. She hasn't even get, she doesn't even start her job till 2024 and everyone's saying, fuck Xbox. No, you can't have a woman be in charge of this. Oh no, the entire game system is going to go woke. Bitch, how the fuck does a game system go woke? What type of programming you got to put in or what type of juice and wood dust you got to make with the fucking motherboard to make a game system go woke is it woke when i turn it on or was it woke when i pulled it out the box like they don't care if they make sense or not so i will say this it, uh, to just summarize uh, how i feel about you miss bond and or mrs bond listen you have a hard job your job was hard before there were assholes involved and i can say assholes because this is my channel and that's what they are anyone who hates sarah bond for simply existing even though she has not been bad at her job she's not been fired from microsoft or Xbox by proximity are assholes because you're sitting up here saying, I don't want to go by who you are as a person. I want to go by what I see. And since you don't look like me, I don't want to see you, which is the definition of racist ideology, sexist ideology, misogynist ideology. I just like how they all, they, they, they all hate each other individually, but they can come together to hate on, hate on Sarah. That's just ironic. Fuck y'all. But no, I wish you the best of luck, despite me literally being someone who is never going to buy whatever the hell the next Xbox system is and has not owned an <laughs> Xbox system since, what was it, 2011? Let me go back to what I said. I know I said some shit. Like, okay, this is what I said starting at the six-minute mark. This article didn't say or imply that they are forcibly trying to get more female employees in the gaming division. It was just a coincidence that people in positions of authority, based on some retiring and everyone shifting up, having more female field positions left over created this situation and it didn't matter what i said because everyone ignored it because it wasn't hate filled so i wasn't gonna get no likes on it i'm okay with that but it needed to be said because if someone doesn't point out when people stop using common sense then we've lost as a as a species humanity is now will now become the dumbest animal on the planet because we've removed ourselves from the concept of being able to discern the difference between how we feel and what actually is in front of us. We have someone who has not been given a chance to prove that she's capable of a job that she got because someone retired, which is, as we both claim is the most basic common sense of business. You mm -hmm. shift up. We do it in the military. If some guy dies and they knew how everything worked and they were in a position of authority. Yes, we do try to get a replacement in, but until we find a replacement that can go over to some area that's combat related, they told us the first thing they do, they temporarily rank up the next person. I had a sergeant who was a staff sergeant, but he temporarily got pushed up as a first sergeant. And then he explained what happened. Mm. The guy above him got shot in the head. He wasn't coming back to the job, but they needed mm. someone to fill the position for five months. So he filled the position until they could get someone. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, I, I get it. I understand it. But no, this is the internet, which means we can't have nice things. We can't have a noble Melanie Mac who was completely content neutral. Nope, we got to have an asshole with a bunch of tattoos now.
I'm sorry, but it's just it just blows my mind. How are you so stupid that you almost died from forgetting to to drink water? Seriously, like I, I don't know. Like, like, I don't that happened. Really, I you, watched, did you know about I, that? No, no. I, I mean, I bro, watch her content sometimes, bro. That was okay. So, so I have no idea. So the main reason no one could tell if she was person person on purpose becoming a racist a racist right leaning ideology trying to promote their shit. Uh, indiscriminately and manipulate people into that BS ignorance was because someone said, well, what if she's just so stupid? She doesn't know no better. And she's like, she has to know better. And someone came in in some juice discord chat and they said, did everybody forget that she's so stupid that she died, almost died for getting to drink water. And then she tried to delete it. I was like, no, 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 no. You have to prove that you can't just say that he, he, he said, cool. I got receipts. Showed us the entire thing. She even put her own picture of her own IV laying in the hospital. I'm just like, holy shit. She was so dumb. She for, she almost died from forgetting to drink water. I'm just like, you know what? I'm not even going to pick on you. Like, I'm not even going to try to find out and ask you or, or interrogate your content to figure out. I don't think I care anymore because I think I'm at a point where, like, much like with Candace Owens, I'm just depressed by Melanie Mac. So I'm just going to unsubscribe from you dislike you and i'm gonna do the one thing people forget to do on youtube if you hate somebody and they keep showing up right click the buttons when they're in your drop feed and hit do not recommend channel or hit not interested in the topic or do both and then block that channel and i'm just like okay melanie mac is now out of sight out of mind like she legitimately now the only time i have to worry about her or even think about her is when i have a conversation like this is like when people say, did you notice that she started doing this thing and it makes no sense and it's really dumb? And then that one time she started coming at the new design of April O'Neil and when she tried to explain it, she literally couldn't because everyone told her exactly what it looked like. Hey, you look kind of racist when you shitting on someone for being fat and black in a children's cartoon that has no effect on your life. I was like, what the fuck does she do now? And I was like, I watched the video. I was like, oh my God, this is fucking terrible. I'm glad she's out of my life. I don't need that level of are you or are you not a racist idiot or not? I don't need that in my fucking life. But Sarah now has to deal with these types of people for the remainder of her career. I, I'm not even joking. If she does well, you know what they're going to say? Well, that's because some man did something or Sarah didn't do anything. These were already good game developers. She just got out of their way. Or if she doesn't do well, typical black chick, what would you expect? What did you think was going to happen? And then they're going to feel like they're right and they're going to be confident in their own ignorance and racism. Sarah, I feel for you. I do. Even if I was not partially of your same ethnic origin, I would know from the outset you have an uphill battle. So I respect you for staying and I appreciate you for making history and trying to do the right thing. Because you and I both know Mugen Lord, the most important thing you can do as a game system developer or head of a game development team and you're a part of the one that has the systems is to make products that people want that are good choices and make products that people are going to play because that is two jobs. Yes. Appeasing your overlords is always going to be a thing. That's how jobs work. But she has to have three different, essentially three different bosses. She has to have the consumer. She has to have her direct superior and she has to have the board of it, the board. Mm hmm. Yeah. While she's dealing with the pressure of scumbags. So I respect you. I look forward to hearing good things and great things from you. But I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to play your stuff. But I will support you from a distance because <laughs> I love the idea of occasionally just diving into a comment section. 
liking people who, you know, saying, hey, give her a chance. You know, people with the Mugen Lord ideology. Hey, don't don't be like this. Don't be a hate monger. Don't be an asshole to be, for the sake of being an asshole. But I also like hitting the block button on human pieces of shit. Because if I argue with you, you're just going to get rock hard and you're going to stay in my life and try to be some type of tumor that I don't need. But if I blacklist <laughs> you, I don't have to think about you and I won't even remember your fucking username when I go to bed that night. She doesn't have that luxury like we do anymore. She has to listen to ignorance. So I hope her parents raised her in a positive mindset, made sure she understood, yes, some things will be harder for you because you're a minority. And some people will assume just because you're doing well, it's because somebody pitied you, which first and foremost, that's not even remotely been true for almost every single person who had a leg up. It's, on most late knows most people who did start who got extremely successful is because of some level of nepotism contrary to popular belief even though nepotism is seen as immoral it's not technically considered illegal in mm-hmm. on, only on it's only illegal on the federal level and you have to prove it which is fucking hard so yeah. most people doesn't matter if they're minority or not. if you got big in this country it's nine probably because of some level of nepotism or it's because somebody decided to give you a shot but no they just decided she got the job because oh look she looks like nutella no no you are a qualified individual you are a smart woman and i hope that you have the strength to deal with the level of stupid that you're gonna have to possibly for the rest of your time at microsoft and i genuinely salute and respect you honestly even though i am not an xbox fan i'll say this if i see you in person at e3 or something I would love to, at a bare minimum, get your autograph or shake your hand if you don't let me interview you. I respect you that much. And I can say that as someone who literally has not owned a system after Xbox 360. And I know for a fact a lot of people can't because they can't remove their own ignorance or bias. So mm-hmm. that that's how I feel. I wish you luck, Sarah. I honestly do. I know you're not going to hear this, but that don't mean I can't you know support you from afar. Okay, yeah, man. <laughs> um, well, with that being said, uh, Mugen Lord, uh, you want to leave some closing statements and tell people where they can find you again? Yeah, 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 yeah. Most definitely. Uh, yeah, like I said, you can find me on YouTube.com/slash Mugen Lord, and you can go on Twitter and Twitter.com, or I guess it's X, whatever, and slash Mugen Lord. And if you have any topics you like for me to cover, I always tell my audience like if there's an article that's gaming but i can but it's also has like a social cultural uh, uh aspect that we can you know look at it through and stuff and you want to hear my opinion you can also tag me or whatever and um as i said before next year i have a comic book series that i'll be releasing so you can stay tuned for uh when, whenever my campaign um that i'll have um posted up to let you guys know what everything is all about so yeah that's pretty much it i appreciate you having me on this platform man appreciate it no, it's fine. And, you know, I'll be sure to link anything you give me. Um, also, mm-hmm. you know, whenever the comic comes out, even if you don't want to do the audio drama adaptation or anything, uh, if you can uh, tell me where to buy a copy or we can exactly. literally just do a whole episode devoted to whatever it's about. I like I look at it like this way. I'm not here on YouTube to get money. I'm here just to talk to interesting people who may or may not think like me. That's that's what makes life fun. But, yeah. you know, if you ever want to come back, you want to promote or talk about something, let me know. Or if oh, you yeah, want to yeah, join the legitimate t- token podcast crew, uh, I got an entire server with other people that have been my guests or the homies that helped me out 
with production and you know we got no problem trying to get you in on this shit man just make sure you put the server on mute because i can tell you a lot of us aren't in the same state i'm over in chicago for example Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and uh people will make a post at like 5 a.m because their 5 a.m will be like your 5 a.m will be like their 10 a.m or something yeah i definitely definitely understand bro Uh, (laughs) yeah and i will like i said i will make sure you get final approval of the finished version before i upload it and mm-hmm. again, if there's any situation where you felt like you misspoke, I will make sure I go in and edit it out. Uh, I've got like six videos, but luckily because of how I've been doing Zenless Zones shit, um, most of those videos don't require a lot of editing. I just got to get them done. And this might end up being, you know, the final video of the year. Like I literally might release this on New Year's. If you want to promote it or react to it um, on your channel, go ahead. Or if you want to take the footage and do whatever you want to it, you can worry not. I will make sure that I will not and no one else will try to copyright strike and do what you want to. As far as I'm concerned, it's shared footage. Okay. Awesome, man. Yeah, and if you're ever in the state or you at a convention, hit me up. And if you ever want to talk to the general manager of the studio that I fuck with, let me know because we can definitely get some stuff done for you. Oh, man, that's awesome, bro, man. I, I like what you're doing here, man. I really appreciate it, bro. Yeah, no problem. Like I said, I, I'm not here to tear down i prefer trying to lift up that's the studio again i'm gonna pin it for you real quick oh but uh did you want to go into the mvc3 hacked pc mod uh server oh yeah you can listen that to me oh man yeah they are some of the coolest people man i swear there you go yeah i i I've been hearing about it. Maximilian talks about it Bro. and stuff like that, Bro. but I haven't really like. I think I can, I'm gonna predict it right now. I think the character you might like the most without even realizing it is Asura from Asura's Wrath. And oh yeah, yeah. I saw videos. Somebody was he was he complete? Did he complete? Him? Yes, he's complete I, now. He's complete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you're gonna yeah, like yeah. stupid Virgil, and I call him that for a reason because he's been enhanced with ultra ignorance. This man, <laughs> he has so many moves, they had to put it on a fucking spreadsheet. I'm not joking. Damn. No, 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 no. Seriously, here's the link. I was playing them all fucking last night. I didn't even get through half. I'm surprised they didn't put Mega Man uh, Volnut in, in, as a playable character. You know someone working on him. They put X in, but they made him work better than the MVCI version. Right. Oh man! Yeah, yeah this, this. Oh, and Spider there. and uh, Ghost Spider can get her Venom symbiote suit as a transformation. Oh, really? really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, I like, got a uh, Sea Viper being turned into Tifa Lockhart, but you know, since that one's not a Marvel or a Capcom character, it's not going to be advertised. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But once it's finished uh, and they give me the file, just let me know um, if you want it, and I'll pass it your way. Also, you know, if you ever want some commission shit done, hey, that can happen. I don't know if you play DNF Duel or not. Um, I got, I got, I got it on PC. Okay. DNF Duel. So, yeah. have you seen that Tifa Lockhart mod where she can wear bro, her regular and having children outfit? Bro, I only have the game. I haven't really played it oh, or looked into okay. it. Yeah, I've well, been so out of the loop of fighting games. I've oh, been so buying fighting games. Yeah, there's games too many. There was none, and now there's too many. <laughs> yeah, so, I've been I, so out of the loop. <laughs> yeah, bro, I only play two at a time because I like keeping my sanity. So, yeah. but no, with DNF Duel. I, I realized immediately like half of the cast can be converted into Final Fantasy 7 characters. So mm. now I'm hell bent on making Final Fantasy DNF Duel. So Battle Mage, which comes out on the 18th, it only cost me like maybe 60, 70 bucks and I can get her turned into Aerith. I already had Kunoichi turned into Yuffie. I had uh, wow. Striker turned into Tifa. I can't find mm-hmm. a good one for Cloud. 
it's kind of hard. Yeah. Um, but uh, Vanguard, he might be turned into Sid for the low, low price of 60 bucks. And um, oh, yeah. that uh, brawler guy, that's Reno. That's fucking Reno. <laughs> but, you know, I might do him last because he's not a main core character. But, yeah, um, uh, if you ever want to do some more collab content, say the word, man. And, hey, you know, once you get this, like I said, if you can react to some of it, you ain't got to watch the whole thing. I would love to mm-hmm. get, you know, some of your audience to bleed over into mine because I want to see more than one comment per year on a video. You yeah. actually get comments. I don't. That's the one thing I'm not going to lie. I'm envious of. I respect uh, your bro, gangster. Bro, it, bro, it didn't start that way. I know. I, uh, That's the weird my, part. This, my, my, problem, my problem was, like I said before, I had, at that time, I had 12,000 subscribers. And then all of a sudden, I turned around, Ooh. like, none of my comments was matching and none of the views was matching to my subscribers. It just wasn't nope. making any sense. But like I said, it wasn't until Melanie Mac, because people that's now commenting, is coming. it's a mixture of Asmund Gold, Melanie Mac, and Razor Fist, because Razor Fist ended up sh- passing passing me around. And uh, who else passed me around? Solid hey, Rev. I hate yeah, to say Raz- it, man. I mean, some terrible people in there. Asmund's pretty cool, but hey, yeah. at least you benefited from it in a positive way. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, if an asshole come up too much, you're going to block him or ignore him. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just mad you have any comments that aren't someone you know personally texting you <laughs> 40 times over yeah, yeah, about dude, a video yeah, you well, did a year ago. Yeah, yeah, and most of them, yeah, and then then I have a good portion is from my Discord, my crowd from my Discord is is, is is comments and stuff. But yeah, most of it's a mixture across between Razor Fizz, Melanie Mac, Solid Rev, Asmund Gold, and two other big content creators who seen my video. So it's a it's a cross between their a cross between their people their people who are now my base some of my base now. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, I know that's a very interesting mix, but. Uh, hey, I respect your gangster. You earned it, homie. And, you know, I hope you get nothing but more positive things going on in your future as long as you know you don't let this shit get to your head or you oh, don't base no, no. your perception of you as a person solely on subscribe you can't. But, bro, um, yeah, um, I am. I look forward to seeing what you come up with. If you want to work with me later on, that's cool. If you don't, that's cool, too. And, yeah, I would just love to actually fucking have a singular comment on my fucking vids um but yeah uh uh this will be on spotify itunes for the record Mm. and more Mm -hmm. than likely almost any other place that i can get a podcast distributed but obviously you know the uh video version will come out first just because i know your primary audience is on youtube and i don't want to lean it to on my side it's supposed to lean towards the guest side but with that being said, uh, thanks for listening slash watching and mm-hmm. uh, subscribe to the homie Mugen Lord. You'll see right now you should be seeing his icons and channel stuff show up uh, on screen. And I will see you guys in the next one. Y'all stay safe. Stay woke.